Hello and welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast about the movies from the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper. With me is private investigator Claire Williams. You ever think, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, if I was starting a Nice Guys corporation... I think we should. We like should start that. We should do this. I would use... Yeah, yeah, yeah we I mean, should. We should, definitely. This is, it'll be, this is the side um, business now, and I, we're, we're going to take that up full time. Right, We can course. do it. This is how we're going to make... Yeah, this movie makes money. it look easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and we could probably have like, you know, cross promotion, like we'll promote the nice guys business on the podcast, right. and we'll right. the podcast with the nice guys business. It'll be this conglomerate. Um, but I was thinking if I was going to do commercials, if like the theme song, now the rights might be an issue here, but I would use the song uh, Nice for What by Drake. By Drake. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, right. That's the, yeah, it was like, oh yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. Nice for what? Yeah, that would make sense. Nice for um, what? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Okay, no, I can hear the song now. I just took me a minute to. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, mm-hmm. it all works. I mean, honestly, I think Shane Black fucking fumbled yeah. the ball here. Oh wait, when did that song? Uh, come 2018, out? I feel like that came out in 2017. 2017. I remember it was like high school uh-huh. for me. You guys see the music video for that? Yeah, a lot of people on that. Uh, no, I haven't seen the music video. Olivia Wilde, Tracy L- uh, Tracy oh, really? Ellis Ross. I don't watch many music uh, videos. I really should. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's wearing a dress and like uh, Jordans, and mm. that's pretty cool. I'm into that. Anytime anyone wears a dress with sneakers, I'm mm-hmm. sold. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's just Is it like a confidence beast? Take me to jail. I got it. Like, man, <laughs> looks great. Alright, that was that, that's, that was my thing. <laughs> Alright, nice thanks everybody. Oh, this is a great episode. Um yeah, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. Uh catch yeah, us yeah. next week. Um yeah, I feel like that would also be kind of funny because, like, this is obviously a very 70s set movie. And at one point, like, the movie wasn't even going to be set in the 70s. But since it is, we start our business with uh, a rap song in the late 2010s. Like, like those things are just, like, completely yeah, like, just, opposite. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I think that's, I think it just mm-hmm. merges perfectly. Tone, yeah. setting, yeah. it all just connects. Atmosphere, other <laughs> words. Synonyms. All yeah. of it. Um, Sav, who do you think? clay and i are like which one of us is the march in the healy i was thinking about <laughs> the whole time and i knew that i was gonna yeah. ask question. i didn't know i was I gonna ask you that's important. Wow, that's so cool <laughs> i just feel like the setup is just too it's, good to not um i oh it's tough because i'm calling one of you an asshole then for I sure mean, is it better if i call you both assholes or i say neither yeah. of you are assholes yeah, I mean, I can give you. I can. I, I'm okay. Healy, by the way. I'm yeah, Healy. I'm a more violent person well. in general. So, <laughs> Christ, I have killed like three people. Yeah. Oh, so true. Um, so, no, I was going to say that. I was going to say you're Healy mm-hmm. and Jack, you're March. I can see it. Because Jack has, you know, he, Jack's more shenanigan based. I'm more, you know, yeah. muscle based. I, I think we got it. We got. I mean, I can. We can start like fitting on the outfits or like trying out the outfits right now. Yeah. yeah, I can start breaking oh your arm soon. Oh, I didn't even put that together. You're going to have to, like, no, inflict violence you. onto me. Yeah, I I'll mean, break your arm. Yeah, I'll break your arm. Listen. And Jack, I can shenanigan. Shenanigan. I can Apparently. Yeah. yeah. I can be, you can call me the world's worst detective, I think. That's a good way to start the business. You can just carry yeah. a gun around, just like a like a snub-nosed pistol, and then, like, also be in a bathroom stall oh gosh. and, like, start hitting. Yeah. Just doing that. I'm going to have to drink so much. Like, just between the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there? Am I right? Am I right? You're an alcoholic, Jack. <laughs> this, this is just what it is right now. Um, 
what if you were an alcoholic? That would be a I know. crazy that, setup. That's a lot to ingest. Um, you are so, like, if, I just can't imagine you having any substance abuse issues because you're just not that guy. <laughs> Yeah. If I just if I get this movie like one more viewing, it's gonna like seem a lot more enticing because it's like, oh wow. I mean, listen, if Holland March is like downing all that, you don't actually see him drink that much. Like now that I'm thinking about it, you're like he's drunk at the party and like they are like like, meet up with Ely that one time, like they say they're coming from the bank, but actually the bar like like, you don't see him like, you know. Uh it's great drunk acting now. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah, you don't really see him physically drink that much. Interesting. Yeah, maybe he's a total lightweight. <laughs> like, maybe it's just a couple shots. Yeah. He's just like that. Well, doesn't he say at the start, at the, uh, at the party, he's just like, yeah, I had two drinks. And I'm like, I think he kind of did. <laughs> you're not exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you just like weigh like five mm. pounds or something. You're just like, you just don't. It's weird. I'd rather like want to go to a bar with uh, March than I would Healy. I know that's pretty obvious, but it's much absolutely <laughs> if you get in if you get in any kind of aggressive situation healy's gonna yeah. kill that no i i just i mean like yeah. march is just much more of a fun hang and even if he is a lightweight and also that's the same with me if i get in any kind of conflict, yeah you can just I, like I commit murder so that's yeah very intense i don't know if i should be saying this on like a podcast <laughs> yeah you're being recorded yeah you like, said you've killed that. a person <laughs> Do you think the Do you think the police yeah. will mind? I mean, we're saying like, this is not new. Like you have like spoken words of violence in many occasions. That's true. Uh, That's true. I have spoken yeah, a lot of words. You of have violence. been. I think I threatened violence. You've, yes, you last defended. episode. Who did I threaten violence? Oh with? dear. Um, it was. It wasn't Chris? Uh, no, that was many moons ago. Was it Kiva Goldsmith? No, that was many moons ago. Episode. No, I don't uh, know. I must have threatened. I know. Yeah. I keep threatening violence to bad screenwriters. I just like have a list and just like I'm this is coming up. out after our enough set episode, and we spent like an hour before we get to the movie, and I and I think that is that's at a time where you just like run down like a list of people. Like we, it wasn't one person in particular. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't. Ne- I would never. I would Christopher. I would never. Or I would never even think to. Um, Wait, no, Michael Imperioli. I was thinking I was thinking of his character in this promise, but yeah, we spent the first hour of that episode talking about mm-hmm. Michael Imperioli. Yeah. I think we should do that every episode. And I'm actually. not joking. Really, I think about it. It's true. What's your Michael Imperioli take, Saffron? I don't have enough of a Michael mm-hmm. Imperioli take. I I I'm not versed. I'm not versed in the lore. He has I, a great Instagram presence. That. I think that's a, that, that's yeah. perfectly a good take. I, my favorite take is being like, I don't get to have an opinion on this yet. Yeah, so I know. I know. I think you should like leave us a voice message and then like we'll play it next episode when you have a take now. Like you'll binge <laughs> Sopranos. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think we should start yeah, every episode really asking the guests like what their Imperioli takes are. Yeah. Michael Imperioli thoughts. <laughs> Lovely man. Yeah. Do we just become the Michael Imperioli I, no, podcast? Truly. How many times can we say Michael um, Imperioli? I've already said it like 20 times. Yeah. I think he's a wonderful Italian man. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's my, that's my take. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Friends with Japanese actually. breakfast. Yeah, like Italian. we really covered all the bases <laughs> in our preamble a few episodes ago. <laughs> I guess we don't ever have to talk about him ever again because we've done all <laughs> it. feels it. like it. Unless we do old boy. That's true. That's yeah. The Which one. could, could be interesting. Which he's in. I don't know. Uh, Heard bad things. Spike, come on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. If Spike pick picked one of his own movies, I feel like that'd be boring. Like you love movies. Like I think you would pick no, something really cool. I don't about. want you to pick it's one Spike of your own Lee. movies. <laughs> like, um, 
But what if he picked like the worst movie? <laughs> like his worst movie? That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty undeniable. Like that's that's his worst one of the of the decade. But um I, I think people say it's the least interesting. That's true. Movie, yeah. Because like at least people say interesting things about the sweet blood of Jesus or um Chirac, but And what's the one where Anthony Mackie is like She is, Hate Me? Like there's oh. an animated yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's like two thousand and two. Like, hey, but like, hey, I hear that's bad. But also, it's like he's jizz at one point. That's, yeah, and, like yeah. that's something. It can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's something to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting <laughs> for a movie star yeah. to be jizz. I don't. Th- I know. I can't remember. I know that there was a lot of like content like that in Girl Six as well. Which is like I think that's about like a fun sex line, I think. But yeah. Yes. Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, that's a blind spot. I have like five more. I should just like knock them out. But, that of Spike's movies. No. I think that's the first Spike Lee movie oh, I fun. ever watched, which is so bizarre. Yeah. That is yeah. bizarre. Is Did you bizarre, just know like an right? actor like, in it really and know. just you can watch it for that? No, I think I just read the premise and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, let's get into it. And then Sold. I realized that it was a Spike Lee movie. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Well. All right. What have uh, we watched yeah. lately? Uh, so, by the way, Saffron Mave is here. Um, lovely to have you back. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, back. <laughs> <legend>. Finally, someone <laughs> invited me back. Legend. Oh my god. This... <laughs> Probably my favorite oh, Canadian. Wow. Or at least top three. Jeez. Whoa, that's a yeah. Okay, who's case? who's the other two? Top three. Yeah. yeah Andrew Wiggins. No, I'm joking. Uh, that's a basketball <laughs> player. Uh, he's also anti-vax, so... I mean, well, he eventually got it, but he sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm up there. <laughs> you're up there. Well, Brian, obviously... I mean, we've had... Okay, wait. Now I can't... Now, there's been a lot of Canadian guests we've had. That's so what I'm saying. I'm like, you continue. threw me out there. It's like, thank you. All right. You're definitely, like, top three, though, for sure. Thanks. Everyone else, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sold. I think I, I think I might have said to Peyton once that you are, like, one of my favorite Canadians. Mm-hmm. I might have said that to Peyton once. Oh, that's thank you yeah what a line just throwing that out there that if anybody wants you know wants to take that away from you they can but i usually don't like canadians i do have to be on the record about that i think canadians you are admitting a lot of dirty laundry i just want to remind you i'm joking who has that opinion you could opinion i don't that's a crazy oh yeah okay that's fair yeah yeah canadians hate themselves no yeah yeah Self-hating Canadians, who knew? <laughs> I just don't want you to. I just want you to like state on the record, like, guys, would it be a crazy idea if I hated Canadians? Um, right. Yeah. It'd be crazy. Insane. Um. Well, last time we were here, we since instated this. What have you been watching recently? Um. You know, preamble, but if anybody would like to start, I watched Dread for like, I don't know. The you know we've re- already recorded that uh, one. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. That one's... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I literally just watched a clip of it because someone was... Po- I think uh, an actor, I forget the name of, like tweeted out yes, like two or two days or yesterday were about like, Dredge is such an underrated movie. And I'm like, hell yeah, retweet, retweet, retweet. <laughs> um, and then I watched... And sometimes I just Google clips of movies just to... I don't know. I'm like, I need to watch this. And... I just and then I'm like I watch the clip and I'm like, okay, what other clip am I gonna watch? And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just watch the movie. And I just watched it. It's an hour mm-hmm. and thirty minutes. Tight ninety. It's, a, it's a grand yeah. old time. Love to see uh, it. 
made made me smile. <laughs> nice. Uh, he is dread. He is coming for the Mama Clan. You know, he is the law. By the way, he is the law, um, and that's that's yeah. all you got to know. I think along with our uh, PI business that we're opening, I think you should also um, pursue one. Be a fascist. <laughs> no, I was gonna say one dread minute, like Blake Howard's one heat minute, where he like dissects like every single minute of the movie. Like that would be pretty sweet for you. My eyes have never gotten bigger <laughs> the moment you said that. Yeah. It's like God. very time consuming. One like, dread a minute. Yeah. Oh. I listened. Yeah, one when he minute was like it was very, very well done. I, I was like very impressed with what Blake did with it. But Yeah, but mine would be better <laughs> since it's dread. So. Yeah, and Heat is just like some yeah, other, you, you know, whatever down. movie, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Fucking dread yeah. is ten times better than Heat. It's like a, an, fact. it's like eighty minutes shorter. So does Robert De Niro say mama at one point? He doesn't. So, you know, de facto. You never you know. know. Man could come out with another yes. cut of it and it just like throws in some extra ad lib. Pacino's like, I need to find the mama clan. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I also watched like Law Abiding Citizen oh, randomly like random. a week ago. That was yeah. uh, fun. Oh, well, uh, the... is it? It's because it's I getting a sequel. For... Is that why? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I think yeah. I heard that. But also, it was, yes. But I also was like, I wanted to watch some scummy like airport thriller, and I watched mm-hmm. that, and I'm like, that does. You looked do at your watch, and you said, uh, "It's time for Samantha Fuqua." Yeah. Uh, of course. No, oh. it's F. Gary Gray. I thought it was Fuqua right. as well. <laughs> yeah. That's I, for right. some reason, yeah, I don't know. It's like I think that's like they operate yeah. in that early like, that 2000s zone. They operate yeah. in a very similar like Shoot, area. yeah. No, yeah, because I think it's his follow up to the Italian job. I'm maybe wrong, but. I was wrong about Fuqua, so maybe, right. Yeah. And like the negotiator could easily be a Fuqua, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. But yeah, no, it's it's F. Gary Gray, uh, and the movie's fun. Yeah, you know, it's it's Butler. pretty trashy. It's it's what you were in the mood for. Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. trashy. It's not like good. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I don't know. It's like good F. Gary Gray is like whatever, a hit, like, pretty hot cool director. Doing, yeah. yeah. Gerard Butler, though, yeah. is like, I don't know. He's He mm-hmm. has the goods, man. I, I, it is crazy how we don't really talk about how good of an actor mm-hmm. he is as a, just like a pure screen presence. Not necessarily like he needs an Oscar right. or anything, but more just like right. he's one of the movie stars we don't talk about. No, definitely. Movie star, but he I think Jerry B, star. like he's never not locked in. Like, so it's like he just, it's not like he doesn't have range, but it's also like he just like very committed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, he he in Cop Shop uh, was it last year the Joe Carnahan, right? Joe yeah, Carnahan yeah. movie. Yeah, you know he's like a big yeah. liberal too. I was surprised by this recently. I, he's on his Instagram right now, like calling Greg Abbott like a bitch. And you're like, oh, Joe, Joe Carnahan, Carnahan. Right, right, right. Who knew? But... Right, you think just by his film filmography and like him working with certain people is like the most mm-hmm. right leaning dude ever. And he's like, no, he's like a super like angry, like angry liberal. It's like S. Craig Zoller, like you wouldn't expect. Um, um, yeah. right. Well, right, right. I was going to say, yeah, no, I'm, he's not just make that clear. Yeah. yeah um, oh God. Who's going to bring us yeah, to across concrete? Fucking... Ooh. 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 No, no, no one. <laughs> Mel Gibson actually is going to be on the pot. No. No. no, he's not. No. I don't like Mel him. was busy. We should come clean. <laughs> Fun <laughs> fact, I'm not a oh, fan of Mel yeah. Gibson as a person. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a crazy take. That'd be even crazier if you were like a Mel um, Defender. I, like hardcore. <laughs> no. No, I'll hop God. in right now. I'll be like, I love him. 
That's my guy. Right, right, you know, right, he right. was right about a few things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Take right. another look. No. He said two yeah. plus two was four. He also had a movie out in 2016. Was that was even better than. Yeah. Hacksaw Ridge? That's a bad joke. Yeah. Mm, yes. Um, yeah, it was bad. Um, but we can move on. But no, like Jerry and Jerry Butler and Cop Shop. I mean, he's really good. He's a scummy. I love him when he's playing scum. I think everyone. I think everyone's a fan of it. Actually, I also rewatched John Wick in a similar way for Dread. I watched a clip of John Wick, and I'm like, I guess I'll just watch this entire oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. I keep I keep um, forgetting. Is that I, is four? Is four like right coming now. out this year? I don't think so. We would have heard something. Yes. Well, I mean, it's done. Oh, is it? I mean, Rena. Uh, oh, I can't remember pronounce her last name, but the pop star is in it. Mm. Um, Rina Sawayama. Nice. Thank you. Kim That's Clutch. Early. I, yeah. I, 2023. Okay. Yeah, that's next year. So yeah. next year. Yeah, I guess my thing is, is like, Fuck. I didn't, shit. I didn't hear like Balls. anything else, like saying, like, oh, it was pushed to this date. Like, I just couldn't recall, but, um, we forget how good yeah. this cast is. Yeah, it was pretty deep. Scott Adkins, Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård. Willem Dafoe. Man, that's... I'm, uh, Clancy mm. Brown? I love me some Clancy Brown. This is great. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I rewatched John Wick, and I later rewatched uh, Top mm. Gun, the first one. Top uh, of mind. And I haven't seen that movie in literally a, at least probably more than a decade. I saw that movie when I was super young and haven't watched mm-hmm. it since. Um, and did it uh, take your breath I away? Watched the first oh, time. hey, uh, I can I can leave. I rewatched. I saw the first time I saw Top Gun was in a fort, like a fort that me and my best friend made, and we stick stuck a TV mm. in there with a VHS, and we watched it. I think we also and stuck you were never the same since. It was a fun time. <laughs> um, shout shout out Spencer mm. Bronco, uh, that, that guy. He is Bronco <laughs> Henry, but. <laughs> that whole thing is just precious. Every detail yeah. is just <laughs> I was gonna say. It's true. It's how, it's how you build a narrative. Yeah. Like, and then there's a microwave, and also he was Bronco Henry. Like there's a lot happening. He was Bronco Henry. Um We yeah, just came so outside from the one. anthrax a... and I we just smelled it. Right, there you go. This was like er, this was uh fuck, when was this? Oh, I don't know. Like or before 2010, yeah. so like we were like. Eight it's so years. funny. Like that is that's uh, literally the complete opposite of the first time I saw Top Gun. Um, it was the beginning of the pandemic, and my dad was like, "Oh, Top Gun's on TV. Have you ever seen it?" And I was like, "No." And I just watched it with my dad. It was like so different for me. <laughs> yeah, that is very different. You yeah, no and I was like, "It's no fine. Goodness. It's like." <laughs> Lower tier Tony Scott, and we also <laughs> ate pop. We also ate popcorn during it too. Okay, point that out. There was a reason, like the microwave was there. It wasn't yeah. just there because for decorum. Yeah, of course. You know, aesthetic. Bronco Henry insisted on oh, Jimmy Pop. Man, that was a fun time. <laughs> he did. No, no, that's over the stove. We're not animals. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I rewatched or uh, whatever. I, I guess it counts as a rewatch since I've technically seen mm-hmm. it before. Uh, that's the definition of the word. Um, and it's, I'm surprised I'm hearing, it. oh, it's easily like Tony Scott's like worst movie. I'm like, have you seen Devil? I know, I was gonna, he's, I don't think he's, he's like, I made 
He's made some bad movies. That like Beverly Hills Cop Two is not that good, and, I, and I'm a Tony. That's like your favorite director, favorite yeah. filmmakers ever. And I know there's, I know there's some people who stand that movie, and I'm like, I mean, it's fine. Like, stop it. Yeah, calm down. It's 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 fine. He doesn't really even get to do his Tony Scott shit. Like, there's no like, I don't know, it's whatever. Um, but Top Gun, mm-hmm. good movie. It's all yeah. vibes, man. It's just Tom Cruise being hot. A lot of sexual tension yeah. in that movie. Uh, big yeah. big fan. A lot of Kelly McGinnis wearing a, or it's Kelly McGinnis, yeah. right? That's her name. Yeah, she's wearing a fucking leather yeah. flight jacket for a lot of it. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of that. Five stars. Did um, you lose that loving yeah. feeling? Goose I just keep coming up with, just keep remembering the yes. songs. Yeah. Great soundtrack. And fucking Scott films yeah. the shit out of it. Like the beginning of this is like this real hazy. I mean, like blockbuster. Um, that's like the first blockbuster to look like that. Of all these jets flying, it's like right. looks like a it commercial. Looks fucking yeah, awesome. It just has that like very sexy appeal. And apparently, for like the opening shot, he asked like the people who were like the ship captain, like, "Hey, can you just like move this around? Like, can you just like completely redo this because we want to shot?" Uh, no, I I, I done just, limited like, stuff here and there, but they were so great about giving that. me all kinds of weapons training yeah, and, and, and you know, um, yeah, that's all I've been watching. All I'm gonna see the extra oh, that I wanted to learn how to pop and lock the clips and um, yes. I know pop and lock call, but what is pop and lock a clip mean? The name of the character. You know, pop the clip out of the. Forty-seven and yeah, the next and I've and I've heard you're yeah, gonna fly a plane um, too. Well, no, there, yeah, it was so yeah, fun right. with these guys. I, there was a scene where I, I think I, I fired four different weapons at you guys away, all yeah. in the same Max take. And like, and I, it's one of those you should take a fire. Yeah, yeah, kid, and then all of a sudden you're doing it. I heard that you had to reschedule it, but you were going to take a fighter jet to Cannes to really see one of the screenings. With the weapons, he really so just like you know what, guys, too expensive and gives him a real threat that his character brings. I was gonna bomb. Oh my god. That's and why. he comes in halfway oh, no. through the movie. He also came in halfway through the shoot. No, yeah, the French would be like, no. Like, Where's Matt? He's like, he's, he's like, he's no, 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 no. Yeah, there was a beautiful scene in there. We like at the gun range. My black and white. Uh, my black and white. Right, well, you know, yeah, that's yeah, up to French accent. Our French listeners just turned this off. I don't know. But it's such an it's a hell of an entry. Sound off. Are you from France? Sound off. No, I was just going to say. It's just like a. Well, we have different kinds of guns. Minister of France, or president, or whatever. Only to be matched yeah. maybe yeah. by Joel's sure. entrance in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, for, for me, I, <laughs> they're I, on par. I have to say, we have most of the I, cast on the you're, show. You're I'm done. You're out of here. Uh, uh, daughter, I'm done. Who was so I think in the I've never seen it before, but I was glad to. I finally now had seen Planet of the Apes. It's a movie from the 1960s. It's very creepy, and um, it's like I it feels like. Case can be get your hands off. It's a and very famous quote. Um, I didn't know much going in. I didn't even know the ending, which is like pretty cool. That I happened to avoid uh, it for so long. Yeah. Her it's, then. It's, really like, oh, man, it's, it's like pretty clever. And, she's incredible. Uh, she, uh, no, I mean, like, she, what's what's there to say? Exactly what her character. Like, kind of feels like. I mean, like, no problem. Yeah, yeah, right. For that, stating that, you know, she really brought. Um, it feels like sense of the scene it does such to, a good job as like to, to, to keeping to the, to the scene, like, the whole world stuck in time. Of, I mean, for me, and like they're almost done predatory the entire work. You know, there's a lot of there's the a lot time. I love I love movies that feel like um, the characters are stuck. She just, just handed like, it to me in the audition. In the landscapes, in and just by the nature of who she is um, and how she is. I, I, the most that I had seen the movie was from when Bobby and Don Draper saw it in Mad Men, and Don falls asleep in the movie theater. But other than that, I hadn't known much of it and i was glad to um avoid it until um i saw it. um 
I've been having like a gorgeous time at the theaters. I yes. what I see I've seen so many good things and I'm seeing so many good things. Um at TIFF, like the TIFF Lightbox and um a lovely independent theater in Roncesvalles, which means nothing unless you're from Toronto. Um talk yeah, Roncesvalles. But um I saw God, I've seen so many good things. I saw Melvin and Howard recently. Banger. Great movie. Um, I, that's broadcast. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's, I love it. Yes. Yeah. It is incredible. I love the ending. I, yeah. I've been so holding good. out in the hope that like someone would screen it because it's pretty Yeah, I had to find it at my library it's DVD to watch it. Um, yeah. Um, so it was actually amazing mm-hmm. to see it in the theater. I saw broadcast news for the first ah. time in a theater. Yeah. Georgetown. Whoa. <laughs> DC. Per- like, actually yeah. perfect movie. Um, God, what else? Oh, I just saw Inland uh, Empire. Yeah. Um, You've been yeah, watching no, movies. That's, that, I've been watching yeah, you, good yes, movies. You have. Like, I've been eating well. Yes, you have. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, I also saw Inland Empire in a theater. Uh, it's, it's really pretty, like... Yes, Apparently yeah, like, everyone has. Shocking. It's like, you. I feel like experiencing it with, like, everybody else. You feel like you've, like... It, like transformed like and it's the movie's like i still i've seen it twice now i i don't know what to say about it um but in the best way that was my first time seeing mm-hmm. it too and i was like are we all <laughs> yeah 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 right now what's happening <laughs> should we all get drinks um i haven't yeah. seen it okay is it is it playing near you i think like seeing it at the theater that would be pretty cool to see it first time yeah mm-hmm. maybe I have, I the restoration looks really now. good too that's what I was, because afterwards I was wondering how different it actually ended up looking. Because I want to see some of the original. Because so much of that film is incredibly mm-hmm. dark. Um, literally, like you can't like, see some of it sometimes. Like, it, yeah, literally, yeah. that's what I mean. Um, it's impossible. Yeah. And, and also the material. I, yeah, very, I don't want to rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I just saw yesterday. I think I did a double feature of the Goonies. Um, which I feel like we've talked about the last time I was on. It may have come up. I am a big, it may may have come up (laughs) in between like what, like Nosferatu and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that was a beautiful little one. And then I saw last night, I got really high and watched The Visitor in a theater, the Julia Paradisi Mm -hmm. movie, which was amazing. Um, incredible experience. What's the name of it again? Um, What's the name of one more? Yeah. The Visitor. The Visitor. Okay. Yeah. The Visitor. Yeah. yeah. It's like John Huston, Glenn Ford, Sam Peckinpah, Shelley Winters. Yeah. Like it's incredible. Yeah. I, th- I thought so. Um, okay. That's awesome. We, we love the movies. And then I literally ran here after. <laughs> yeah. We love the movies famously. Um, but I saw Chung King today in a theater. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, that's awesome. Before, was it, and these are all at the same place. Um, and then I ran. Through. No, there. It's literally the two theaters. It's between the Tiff Lightbox, which is uh, got a lot of good stuff going on right now, um, and then Review, which is an independent mm-hmm. theater in Roncesville. Um, but yeah, I'm like quite literally living between these two theaters for like the last week and the next week. Like tomorrow, I'm back at Tiff to see Crimes of the Future, that's... and then I'm back again to see Crash good shit mm-hmm. yeah you're you're having yourself a yeah near well uh, near me there's right? also a cronenberg like retrospective and i think i may do yeah. 
Videodrome. Well, fuck me, I guess. Fuck Portland, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> fuck Beaverton, Oregon. This is why we're, we're bringing this up. It's only to rub it in your face. Yeah, yeah this is working. Idea. You have mm-hmm. succeeded. Congratulations. Listen, come hang in Toronto. There's yeah. great screenings. Yeah. Fuck. Or just like find some cool stuff and rub it in our faces uh, and you get us back. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I don't know. I can find the kombucha like i wrote did i was that on pod no that wasn't on pod that was it before <laughs> never mind uh funny. you're so you're funny. so funny I, right. I feel like i should add in laugh tracks so from funny. now on whenever please do because <laughs> like yeah well i can't find inland empire mm. near me so i don't know what to tell you i can't i, I mm. suck i'm a bad person and i don't deserve anything i i, I mean like what was what's was nice weird. with like something like that is just, just like how i mean it's similar to marvin melvin and howard uh just like it's just nowhere like it's nowhere to stream or um even like the dvd copy is like n- not accessible and um the fact that it it's like getting this pretty cool restoration is like it's it it feels like it's more like i i need to go see this rather than like i can like rent it on canopy or something just oh yeah it was like it was mm-hmm. no question it's I mean, there were like screenings the entire week, but I was like, I will be going at some point. And with Melvin and Howard, it was it conflicted with another screening at a different theater of the conversation on thirty five, and that was like Damn. my Sophie's yeah. choice. But I had what to the go see fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Clay. <laughs> I had to go see Melvin and Howard because I was like, I where else am I going to find this, and when else no, am totally. I ever going to see yeah. this in a theater? Um, and I guess I saw the conversation in the theater before the first time mm-hmm. I watched it was for school and watched Jesus it. Jesus like, fucking setting. Christ! But like on thirty-five yeah. too, Ugh. it was rough. I think to like. All right, I think I'm gonna stay silent <laughs> this entire episode. I think I'm gonna yeah. just be quiet. I think you should like type in what you're seeing like in the chat and just like make Clay less upset. I just feel like people should know that Clay like leaned into the camera and is just like, like slouch. Yeah. Looking a lot. I'm looking on Fandango and seeing if like I don't know. <laughs> You're refreshing. It's like the end of the social network. <laughs> oh, Smokey and the Bandit 40, 45th anniversary. Fuck mm. me, Jesus. <laughs> I that's know. that's that's the one. That's the one it's fucking the one restoration or whatever. Yeah. Fuck we get. I could watch fucking 2022's Memory. <laughs> Liam Neeson take, where he's take like, that. Has, like Alzheimer's <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Guess I'll watch that. Uh, it's yeah. uh, oh, I also it's wanted to shout out setting. a movie called My Beautiful Lunchette. Like it's it's left canopy by the time this is coming out. I just really loved it. It was it was like uh, a very early Daniel Day Lewis performance, and I um I feel like it was very well made, and there could have been like a very poor version of it, but it's it was just like very tender and and like soulful. I yeah, I really liked My Beautiful Lunchette. It's one of the best like first watches I this year i think yeah. absolute banger like i truly think it's yeah. a perfect movie those blonde tip those blonde like dyed tops yeah i i yep. I, I can't pull that off it's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to think of the words um no i yeah he's, he's great and like you can see like the greatness like even at that age where it's like wow you just like had it from the very beginning yeah oh yeah the neck <laughs> his outfits are like very well curated in that movie but it's not like too random or it's like a a vest and a sweatshirt and in like a sailor hat and that's like what do you i don't know this yeah 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 i never want to question it i'm like 
yeah of course he i think was. it's like capturing a very specific time in the uk too so it's like maybe fashion was like in and out of trends yeah i was like kept on thinking of that but it's it's a great movie um well it's me of good movies the nice guys it's my husband. He's gone missing. Missing? I'm terribly worried. It's just Fred's never been gone this long before. How long has he been missing? Since the funeral. Well, I can start right away. You're a private investigator? My profession is very complicated, okay? It's nuanced. That is a lot of, that's a lot of blood. You beat people up and charge money? Yeah. Sad, isn't it? How much would you charge to beat up my friend Janet? What? How much you got? 30 bucks? That's good. This conversation no is over. The mob is trying to spread its operation to Los Angeles. Somehow, my daughter Amelia is involved. Please, find her. You seen this girl? Who's in it for me? Oh, we can do this the easy way. No! We're currently doing it the easy way. Whatever happened to offering me 20 bucks? It's the recession. This is a high-profile case. Made the newspapers. Where is Amelia? What the hell's going on? Oh, you know, there's a guy coming to kill us. That kind of crap. <laughs> hey, can you behave like a professional? I'm sorry. She's in danger, man. We have to do something about it. She's dead. She's not dead. She's, dead. She's not dead. with this case was dying. This is not you. You're not a murderer. You just killed three people. I know, but I'm saying deep down. Look, if you come in here, you beat up on me. It's part of the job, I accept it. But what did you do? You pissed me off. Before we go solving the crime of the century, let's deal with the rotting corpse. I got a plan. Run. Maybe we go over the first time that we've seen it. Yeah, sure. So I watched it when it first came out, which would have made me 16. <laughs> this was also the age that I had first gotten letterbox. So like I remember so distinctly, like five starring this movie. Hell being yeah. like absolute banger, no notes, no complaints. I adored it. I probably watched it like five or six times between the ages of like 16 and 17. And then I didn't watch it at all until this morning um, to record this. And I don't know if it's like my poisoned critic brain or like film school or what. I'm like, oh, fuck, it did not hold up for me at all. Like, I know, rough. I can see all the bits I used to love and I get that. But I was actually, like, so sad about how little it held up for me. Oh, man. I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, rough. Um, yeah, and you don't, and uh, I saw you logged it, but you don't do star ratings anymore. So I was just, like, all the more curious. I don't. I'm yeah. very cryptic. No one gets to know. <laughs> Instead of recording no a two-hour podcast yeah. about it. <laughs> I was just like, it's all out there. You can find out. What if every Sorry, single movie you watch, you had to do a podcast about? Wouldn't that be crazy? I feel like that should be a punishment for something. 
Like right. every single one. Every time you watch a movie, you get home and you sit down and you're like, okay, guys. Two epi- two hours. Does it have to be like yeah. one? Yeah, you can't just be like a review. A dissection. Like a yeah. You need to open with half an hour on Michael Imperioli. <laughs> like, you have to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think you know, podcasts that are doing um, new releases have that ability to just like keep it going every weekend when there's something of note to talk about um, where, where it's just more of the idea you need to like stay where it's like, you need to stay on top of everything and you need to like have your thoughts almost like be so concrete that you don't backtrack a review. But I, I guess I'm just describing critics, but um no, I guess for no, I think written reviews and spoken reviews are like two different sorts of like new release reviews for me. That I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. For me, I. I so we're gonna get Twilight in thirty-five millimeter eventually. <laughs> hey, that's that's, that's kind of fun. fun. No, I would I would go to that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> hold on a second. I laughed. That sounds fantastic. I'm booking my trip to Portland right now. Actually. Yeah, no, I actually oh, am legitimately envious. I was doing catch up for new release movies in early 2017, I think, because this is when I think this was the first year that I started doing like making up for movies I missed in the previous year, and then to do it in, like the first half of the new year. Um, and I remember watching this and another movie uh, in the same day, Swiss Army Man. Um, that I was like, oh, wow, these are uh, two movies that I'd never seen, like, do what they're doing in a very specific way. And, like, similar to Saffron, like, I was, like, really impressed by by both of them. And, like, there's, like, I think because it's, like, we saw this movie. I think we all saw this movie at 16. And it's choice. It's Yeah, like, it's it's just very, very, very funny. Um, But it has a lot of heart, I think, with it. But... Um, and the, I was, I was going to say something else. Um, no, yeah, I just, yeah, it's uh, like early 2017 catching up with 2016 movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I think I definitely saw it in theaters. I mean, this was, you know, Shane Black was a name at that point. I mean, this is three years coming off of Iron Man three, uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang is like a cult classic in a way. Um, don't come at me if it's not technically reaches that definition. You, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I saw this in AMC Courthouse, gang gang. Uh, fucking missed that shit so hard. Man, AMC. This is back when I lived back in Northern Virginia. Um, I used to go to that theater all the time. Took the subway there. Man, those memories. Um, yeah, I, I, I really... I loved it when I first saw it, for sure. Um, I think I rewatched it in like... January 2017 um, and like loved it even more than I haven't seen it since. I haven't seen it in five years. Um, I'm I'm a Shane Black head, I guess. I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not crazy, crazy into his films or whatever, but like, you know, I like the his Lethal Weapons movie, Last Boy Scout by Tony Scott Rules. Um, I think he's a generally pretty good writer, um, especially for like the genre he operates in. I have not seen the most recent Predator movie and I plan on not doing so. Um, haven't seen Last Action Hero, but most of the shit, I mean, I like Iron Man 3, Kiss Case Bang Bang Rules. I love that movie. Um, 
I remember great things about the nice guys. I've always remembered uh, Ryan Gosling's performance. That's like the, for everybody. Universally yeah. the highlight of the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, pretty. It's fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. It's crazy he just doesn't do comedies every single time uh-huh. because he's so fucking good at it. It's one of those. I don't know. It's so funny seeing this dramatic actor. Who's that? It's not like he takes himself too seriously. It's not like he's like fucking Day Lewis or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does. He's just more inclined to take dramatic roles, but he is also technically one of our most gifted comedic yeah, actors. Yeah, and I, I think it's like he just by the definition. No, yeah, just by the definition, and he takes so many roles that require him to be like very internal, um, and only to say few many so many words and communicate um, what he's feeling with like just like his body language, and this is like the complete opposite. Right, um, and I think Shane Black saw something in him and i was trying to like rack my brain earlier what he saw in another performance um that crazy stupid love crazy Crazy stupid love um weird movie yeah and i think it's this yeah it's this idea that it's like also russell crowe like you like you could see him in this but i think playing off of gosling is like a bit unexpected at the time either especially where crowe was um in his career and, uh, you know, if we ever want to feel bad about ourselves, Jay Black wrote Lethal Weapon at 21, where I, th- I think about that a lot, but, um, you didn't have to yeah. tell me that. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. There's no reason for I think there's a that. reason to think oh. that it's impressive, but it also feels like a script from a, from a 21 year old. Uh, in the late in the late eighties, right. that's um, a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah. What if someone died after doing coke and fell off of like a huge building? Mm. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, and I think this is my favorite movie he's written because it feels like the most refined. Really? Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I just think like it's it's clearly like a a better shape of like what he's been doing like throughout his career and. You know, at like I think he's like fifties now, and like he's my dad's age. But like I think like you can tell like there's a maturity there than than there was like in two thousand and five, like when he first directed his own movie. Um, and I think like there's that gap between uh, Last Boy Scout and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang where he just like doesn't do anything. I think he did like a lot of soul searching. Like I I didn't do my I didn't check in to see like what was going on, but you can kind of see that here where there's like a lot of a lot of like i mean like march and healer like the whole thing is trying to impress uh uh holly or, or like not impressed but i but i think they're just trying to like make her happy and like not let her down um and i think maybe that's like what he's trying to work out like maybe like black in his life but um yeah i just yeah i just uh i think the movie's still good after all i and I think it does fit the definition of a cult classic too, because people still demand more from these characters, but we just never got it. Oh, yeah. the nice yeah. guys. Um, oh, I wasn't calling the nice guys a cult classic. I was calling. Oh, Bang Bang, yeah. But... I, I think they both had similar like things happen to them, where it's like yeah, they came out, but that. they just nobody yeah, saw they them. Have both similar trajectories, like they 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 didn't make no money but they didn't mm-hmm. make enough money and they 
both were critically acclaimed and both had this fan base and both were disappointed that there wasn't no longer any sequels yeah. to come after. So I, I see there's, it is interesting how he kind of made the same movie twice. I mean, they're di- different. They're in communication with each other. Yeah. Ways, but... And I think, you know, I, I don't know if it's I mean, like, same, same yeah. genre. I, I don't know if it's the same or like the exact case, but like Iron Man three was the biggest movie of 2013. And I, I, I don't know if he like only got to do this because Iron Man three was so successful, but it was, Definitely played a, played a part. But I imagine that's how we got like Gosling. Um, was Gosling on board first? Wasn't it like the whole thing was they wanted to work with each other, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, and that was like their only yeah. um, sell for the. And they really liked they the script. The yeah. other one did but it. But then, yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's not a pairing you're just you have in your back pocket. Like you know what movie I want to see is a movie where Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling yeah. are in. And like, but they like, work so yeah. well. Right, no, they do. It's yeah. just not something people are like, I'm man, I just need that for myself. Like before the nice guys. Now everyone wants mm-hmm. them in a movie together, but and also like going back through interviews at the time, it was it was really funny when mon- one moderator referenced the Lost River, um, the movie that Ryan Gosling directed. And it's like kind of stuck in time because like that was twenty fourteen and this was only like a few years removed and it's just like <laughs> Like, no one thinks about The Lost River anymore, and it's, like, very, you know, particular. How was, How did he react I, to that? I don't know. I, I think like, it was... Oh, I'm sure. trying to remember the context of the question, but it was, like, um, I, I, did you just finish The Lost River, and then you were handed the script? Something like that. But it was it was really funny just to see someone bring it up. Yeah, I mean, the it's interesting that the movie... To speak more about his comedic stylings... Um, the movie he does right before the nice guys is another comedic role is um the mm-hmm. big short which we've talked about which is very good in mm-hmm. um i haven't seen that movie in a long time i haven't seen it since it came out but he's very good in that role but so it is like he kept, he does two comedy performances back to back and then you know all oh, land song to song um all that other shit and then stops but after it's, first it's man for for the time do you remember when we did blade runner 2049 and we did some gosling talk uh i had to remind myself yes but there was this in Seth, i would love to hear your thoughts about this but we got into who would win an oscar first ryan gosling or who we thought could have played the role in blade runner as well jake Hall. and i don't know Ooh. um if our answers have changed i don't remember our answers but <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the answers too, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I yeah. said Gosling. I also mm-hmm. think Gosling. Yeah, especially with what Hall's doing now. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Is I'm like, I don't know what we're. I mean, not like I think Ryan Gosling is like really putting the work <laughs> right now, but like in general, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal's output. I'm like, I what would he be? He needs a nomination mm-hmm. for Ambulance mm-hmm. for sure. What a movie that was. Let me just go back to that time when that movie was released and we're all just euphoric and mm-hmm. oh boy. I've yet to see it. I'm seeing it soon. In oh good. You're skipping Peacock. Excited. Good That's... for you. <laughs> you gotta skip the yeah. Peacock. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm looking at John Hall, what he's doing, like or his upcoming projects, and all of this seems like stuff that could or could not come out. because uh, he <laughs> has his he is just in a lot of fucking shit. Oh yeah. I was gonna do that Francis and the Godfather movie. The sure. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, right, alongside Elizabeth Moss and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar yeah. Isaac. Ugh, I don't want that. 
Yeah, that's not a real movie. <laughs> yeah, I like when they exp- yeah, I, I, oh. isn't that a show? Right? They're now? doing Does yeah, they're doing both. I, I think where it's like Levinson was making the movie as well as the show. Um, because like I kept getting confused what like oh. casting news was coming out for what project. It was it was like right. so odd that they were developed at the same time. Well, I don't know. The thing with Gosling is he has the Wolfman of, and I don't know who's directing that now since that was supposed to be Lei. Lei Winnell? What's his fucking. Thank you. Uh, Lee Winnell. Um, that Aussie. Um, and then, like, he's going to do the Ger- Gerwig mm-hmm. Barbie. He's going to play yeah. one of the Kens or whatever. And I don't know, man. I don't think both are going to get an Oscar anytime soon. It just doesn't seem. Just from the projects I'm looking at right now, but yeah, I I want him in more comedies though. I'm I'm set. I'm sold. I'm. I think Gyllenhaal is kind of similar in a way too. I mean, he's really funny in mm-hmm. the ambulance. He's really funny in that movie. Um, so I think it is interesting how the best comedic actors in Hollywood right now aren't really comedic actors. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like the Brad Pitt thing where they just they choose so many good scripts that they just want a comedy to really speak to them they just don't want to do any they just won't do it for the sake of doing it i think like dicaprio's performance in once upon a time Mm -hmm. is really fucking funny um and again i don't i don't think people consider him like a comedic actor i mean sometimes but like i mean more more so than gyllenhaal and gosling probably um but it is like i don't know i'm just thinking about it now it's like the comedic stars like the Kevin Hart's and shit aren't really like they're technically they are the comedic actors of our time, but the better ones are the people who don't normally do comedies. It seems like. Yeah. I think in the 2010s, like we saw like the Kevin Hart's and the Will Ferrell's like slowly drip out where they, where you didn't have as many new comedians just come in to do comedies. Like also dramatic actors could take, uh, could take a turn depending on the material. Right. Um, so Saffron, I want to know what, 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 what left you this time with a sense of disappointment? I mean, it wasn't a specific, like, I wasn't like I was watching, oh man, this sucks. Like I had, it wasn't that at all, but I think what I would probably boil down to is I hadn't seen Inherent Vice when I had first watched The Nice Guys. And then I have evidently seen it since like I was 16 and watching this back, I was like, oh, fuck, did Inherent Vice just do a lot of this better or, like, right. more successfully? Because, I don't know, I don't remember the nice guys ever feeling political because it reads so apolitical. Right. But then you, have like, think about it and you realize the narrative, like, the whole crux of it is, like... Um, Detroit bad. Yeah, literally Detroit bad. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like a political film, and that's almost weird. Or, like, it just, sometimes it just feels like lazy writing. Um, right. But that's very much me positioning it in conversation with something like Inherent mm-hmm. Vice, which is probably... Also, I've heard Under the Silver Lake comparisons. Like, it's this idea of Los Angeles being this, this in a very specific moment in L.A. where we open the movie on, like, the Hollywood sign is in decay, and there's this hazy smog above the city. Like that's pretty much like your thesis that this, this place where everybody comes to make a name for themselves is like literally no longer inhabitable. Um, the person they're trying to find has this, um, this group to protest like the environment and like, like even 
she is like uncomfortable with the place that she's in, let alone like on the run. So it's it's more of this idea that LA sucks. <laughs> and it's I I think Shane Black is like making a career now of like investigating why LA sucks. It's sort of like, you know, again, like don't mute me, but uh it, the OC. It's a television show from the early 2000s. No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, it, it, that is, that's a show where it ends where it's like Orange County is the worst and everybody leaves and is so much happier. And, you know, I don't know why I related those two, but it sort of comes into mind now that I think that TV show has a, has a similar take. But yeah, I mean, it is interesting how... How are you going to follow up my OC reference, huh? How are you going to... No, no, no I... I... It is, but you mentioned that, like, you know, these movies are about how, like, oh, this is the death of L.A. and how L.A. has died a lot of times, apparently, in the sense of, like, it's always, and that's true, it's just, like, nostalgia for what was Mm. a lot of the time, and it's just this constant evolution, like, it's had many deaths throughout its its history as a city, like, it's just changed so much, and all, but has tried to have some remnants of what it was. I don't know if that actually, I don't know if I just said anything. I think that was just random fucking words. I don't think I said anything. Um, but the idea, that's funny. Um, but the idea that it's like, it's never going to get back to the true promised land. The true just right. like, oh my God, I'm in LA. I'm in Hollywood. Everything will change from now. It's always, I feel like since then, like since like the 50s and 60s, it's been, or even like in the 40s, it's been this consistent like understanding of how that's kind of just a disillusionment, like you like the long goodbye even like that's it's just kind of like it's not, this isn't really that yeah. great. I mean, it has interesting moments, but this is also this is mostly a lot of like like bullshit. Um, but the long goodbye. So, yeah, like, so like, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was just saying like the long goodbye is so like intentionally yeah. spoofy no, and like just... really critical, and that is like my gripe with the nice guys, which I'm like it has that like nostalgia fast feeling but i'm like if it leaned just a little bit more into like the cynicism of all of it i'm like i probably would i I also have agree about how it's apolitical i have it written down but it yeah i just don't think i just i guess i didn't clock it as like something that i did wrong because i just don't think black is interested in invest investigating like the politics as much as like they're joked about and like nixon has the cameo uh but I think the oh, the, <laughs> the long goodbye. I think that's also something where it's interesting that's commenting about the state of California and like at the time, like it's a current movie made in, like in the time it's taking place, and it's also Chinatown comes to mind where it's like the similar thing where it's like there's all this paranoia um, going on, and there's not many people where you can trust in a town where you felt secure, and I think it's an, it's an interesting concept that we've seen. A bunch of times where it's where it's almost like Los Angeles almost feels like wrong to to capture it, if not to like make it seem like very paranoid and hazy. It's interesting you mentioned like Chinatown and stuff. Like, yeah, these are like films that are very much lean into the corruption and politics of it all. And and it's I think Shane. I'm I, I'm I get personal name basis. Um, I think personal Shane. Method. I think he tries to have his cake and eat it too. He's like, well, see, there's politics in this movie because it's about Detroit and government corruption. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the plot for sure, but you're not really saying anything about it besides like, it's not that great. Is it? It's not that fun. 
you know, like company, you know, uh, car companies are, uh, fucking ruining the environment. We're like, yeah, Shane, you know, we're completely like, it doesn't, it's not, it's not that interesting. It's not that revolutionary. I mean, when I first saw it, I'm like, Oh, Chris, <laughs> what car companies murder? Whoa. It's like watch no sudden move or whatever. Like there's just, you know, um, it's, I don't know. It, it, I think that whole speech by Kim ba- uh, Basinger um, or Basinger. Basingers, I have heard it. Um, at the, it's the only sure. confidential reunion. Um, her and Russell Crowe. Yeah. There you go. But it is interesting that he does try to have that little moment of like political revolution in his uh, in the Kim Basinger monologue, which is kind of funny. I think it's played mostly as comedic, but not like enticing, like or um, abiding mm-hmm. commentary. It's more of because it, it, I think the reaction to like you know Gosling like I guess we'll see. <laughs> like it's still like the thing is the movie's insanely watchable um, even with the kind of it doesn't it's not as risky or as biting as maybe it thinks it is but it just I think it's via just the charisma of the actors and I think also Shane Black knows how to shoot a movie in general that it still just it's a great Sunday watch um, it's still like have it on the background just like kind of come back in and just like see like moments of just him rolling down the like the fucking uh hill and <laughs> lighting up the lighter and he's like like just the, there's a lot of just great comedic moments and charming uh dialogue exchange that it's it's still i still really dig it but i do the whole yeah the whole like Detroit subplot and its uh, nostalgia for LA does seem pretty half-baked. Um, it's like something I he was like, I guess I can have this be about my movie and it'll be, and that's like, that's something that's, it's a theme to have that is not like unnecessary. Like that's not, um, that's not, how do I say this too simple? I guess, you know, it, I don't know how much does Detroit come in, like Detroit corruption come into movies. It's not like, a thing that's a always it's not common but it's still but the way he goes about it the way he executes it is very much uninspired um so it is that is definitely a critique i would agree with i think it like i agree though it's really watchable like just because they're so good like and they're so funny and i think so many of the jokes still just land the same way that i remember them landing when i was um younger but i think yeah, for me, it's just, like I said, just the weird, like, L.A. pastiche doesn't really work, or it feels, like, a little tacked on, because, like, right. Jackie, you were saying before, it was originally supposed to be a contemporary setting. Like, they were working on this for, like, what, 15 mm-hmm. years? It was going to be a TV and, show. And it feels like still, yeah. yeah, it was, they, they were doing a pilot, I think. And, like, but it feels like the 70s were, like, built onto the story instead of like incorporated into it naturally if that makes sense like every, it yeah. felt a little tacked on and my other gripe with i will say this is i'm like i at the time because it was about pornos and like these murdered porn actresses it felt risque to me and i'm like this movie is so sexless like where it has so much potential i think and it just doesn't oh, feel yeah. sexy enough and i'm like where is that yeah there's almost yeah there's like zero anything that's like yeah there's no nothing sexy about it which you could maybe argue is shane black's Mm -hmm. point it's like i don't know like but 
I don't know. I don't. Is know it because like it's it. WB? Um, like, would Warner Brothers like want it to be like? I mean, it has an R rating. I guess maybe they could no, go I don't there. Th- but I don't. Yeah. No, I don't think. I, I think it's purely Black just not being interested mm-hmm. in it. Like, I don't think any of his movies actually have like. I guess Michelle Monaghan and and Robert kind of have some sexual chemistry in uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but it's not like. A yeah, I think I think it's yeah the the sexiness I think comes from just natural chemistry and dialogue from him. He doesn't like interact like, but, but there's none of right, that in here. Right. And I mean, there's barely any actually prominent like female mm-hmm. characters that have like on the same age range <laughs> as, um, Brian Gosling and crow. It's mostly like a buddy comedy, but it all, but even in like the porn, yeah. even in like the porn mansion or party or whatever, yeah, it's all just like, oh, look, they're tits. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Like, it's like, look, everyone's naked. Isn't that crazy? And it's like, I mean, sure. Whatever, man. I get it. Like, it's not, it, it's it, it's kind of played for shock value than rather than like actually mm-hmm. be in, vis- visually interesting. Um, I mean, it's funny. There's like, like the, you know, the, the mermaids are funny. The uh, dude in the tree for some reason is funny. Like, it's funny, but it's not, it definitely doesn't have any kind of actually like you said saffron it's like risque is just definitely a word i would not use for yeah. this movie and like we don't see the porn either at the very end like um it's not like we have to but i think it's it would just like be the emphasis of what he's trying to say where this is this will ultimately corrupt like people like amelia i guess that was the thing is it not like weirdly conservative i don't remember it feeling that conservative but like the idea of like corrupting yeah that's what i got from it or just yeah, like I'm like, wow, like this is, I don't remember this being the thesis, but also just like the really weird, like hippie stereotypes and like histrionics. I'm like, it feels a little bit like, I, oh, this is going to sound really mean, but I, I do like this movie, but I understand that I'm going to sound really bitchy, but like, it feels like someone gave a teenage boy like $50 million and a Playboy subscription. And they were like, have you heard of the seventies? And then just right. pushed them in. And I'm like, it it doesn't, I don't know. And that's I'm like, do not work for me. And that's Shane Black's unfortunate brand. Um, whether <laughs> you love him or not, it is that idea of like he does I think Jack, you mentioned earlier about maturity. He's not necessarily a mature filmmaker. And I'm not saying he has to be, and I'm not saying that makes makes him good or bad. It's just not his brand. But there is the idea I, being it like i don't know i think it i think it operates in a lot of broad strokes um i mean the hippies are eventually right though that's the interesting thing like they are they never say anything incorrect i mean the whole idea of amelia being a hippie is even though like it's like maybe annoying personality trait she is eventually telling the truth and they're like she was completely right in every single thing she said but um but they don't believe her because of they just write her off as a loon, um, which is yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's he definitely has these weird politics and a lot of things. I mean, in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, there's there's a lot of talk of how he writes female characters. Um, and in the beginning of this Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or not sorry, in the beginning of the Nice Guys, uh, where how Misty Mountains dies, the uh, the adult. Oh how do you like my car big really boy weird. <laughs> it's like it feels right, that feels yeah, also like a so moment weird. where it's like I, I that that almost feels like someone else wrote that um that didn't come from like the same person who like wrote the rest of the movie 
it's also like why is she naked and it's it's bizarre yeah. I, and it doesn't really work for, in any i think the, 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 the fact that there are these questionable oh, yeah. moments like it's it's like the fact that a 15 year old wrote it applies to kb kkbb uh more than this one i think because i i think when he first directs a movie um it just it just feels like he's throwing everything out there and he knows how to write better than he knows how to direct um but i think with this one like it's still i think it's still yeah it just it just doesn't go that that extra stuff that everything stuff said but it's it's more this idea that this is still like the most mature thing that he's wrote and written just because it's like the latest thing um that he just like happens to um like give his characters a happy ending and stuff like that but yeah and i think there's also isn't there also like a porn subplot in kiss kiss bang bang i don't know he has this very i think he the moment i think his vision of la is sex and drugs it's very much i mean and it's not like the wrong impression to have from that town but it is very much his main takeaway in a lot of ways um and so it is interesting how he just you would think he would make a 70s movie earlier because of just that's like a lot of what he's interested Mm -hmm. in and you would think it would feel more like a 70s movie besides aesthetic um in certain topics but yeah i don't know it's interesting i i i still love kiss kiss bang bang i think it's actually better than nice guys um i just think it's committed more to itself and even though it's West, even though it's less mature at least he doesn't try to make like hide he doesn't try to make it something it isn't like i think the addition of these like politics in the nice guys is very much him trying it to be about something rather than it being about something it's like see i can make a film with themes and it's and i'm not saying it's completely it doesn't it, i'm not saying it completely fails i think there is some interesting stuff about it but um, I think with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he leans into his immaturity, which I think is more consistent and more entertaining and more successful than him trying to kind of half like do it halfway in this, even though it's mostly still him just being Shane Black, which is why it's. St- I think I'm. I do hope he doesn't try to get in so into like trying to differentiate himself from each movie or whatever. I hope that's not his takeaway, and I hope his next movie still is Shane Black because. I think you should just lean into what you're good at and don't try to become someone else. Um, and I'm worried because he might think that we have moved on from his style of society. Maybe we have, but I don't want him to try to uh, try to compensate for that. I still want him to make his own thing because I think that's his value as a filmmaker mm-hmm. is that no one necessarily makes a Shane, Back, Shane Black movie like Shane Black. Mm-hmm. So have him do his... And you can see... like there's a lot to go into with the predator, but you can see like why he was there and they want to like recapture that, that magic from like the 87 one. And I I just don't, I just don't know like where he goes after making something like that. Um, But maybe uh, he's going to do something with uh, Robert Downey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's right. I remember that now. Follows Parker, a craftsman and professional thief who approaches his job with a straightforward, no nonsense work ethic and he is also deadly. we got synopsis sounds okay. great yeah perfect no and i yeah i think with that's, that's exactly what i want that, from black. yeah and robert downey i didn't know um he's the dead guy at the party i didn't uncredited like that uh march oh, notices the, like, 
Sid yeah, Chad. Sid Chad. Yeah, that's right. That's them. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh my God. It's the highest grossing actor of all wow. time. <laughs> crazy and he's, he's a dead guy, guy. <laughs> they killed um, him for this yeah i um but i think the reason why i still really enjoy this movie even with the criticisms we talked about it is one the actors but also i don't know i mean it's paced really well i'm never it doesn't really slag not for me at least it all just it's all continues to be like engaging um yes there is a lot of broad uh stereotypes within the film but they mostly work for me like the chet stuff is really funny like fucking chet it's like this like just dip, dipshit kid is really i i don't know any anytime gosling says chet i laugh because it's just the way he mm-hmm. says it i um, love any scene with uh with march and lois smith like it just so shows how much of a piece of shit he is like those he'll scam old ladies out, out of like their money and it's just right exactly <laughs> with actual oh. coke bottles <laughs> <laughs> the moment when he's like she's like oh so i've been listening to everything you're saying are you saying my niece is dead he's like yes since, Jesus. since the funeral like it's how much were you saying so yeah. funny <laughs> all and i think it's really t- i mean comedy is about timing of course but it's all i think it's the editing of course works with that timing a lot mm-hmm. too just when it the moment it like black just knows when to cut at the exact moment when it's going to be the most funny it could be um, just with certain reaction shots and stuff like he doesn't it all just feels super confident in anything comedic related and action related i think it's the action's also well shot and well cut together um especially at the end set piece or whatever it's all filmed pretty confidently and feels super he, he's you can tell when shane black is comfortable mm-hmm. and when he's and he's operating within his wheel space because i mean that's He's very. He, that, that's what I mean when I'm worried that he tries to differentiate or do or adapt or whatever you want to say. Like I don't want him to change who he is as a filmmaker because I think there's a lot of value in that. I don't want him to think that he has to become this Swiss Army knife or whatever. Like oh, I need to do different genres, and it sounds like he isn't. It sounds like he's going back to what he wants to do with the same people he wants to work with. Um, but I, I think there is a value in whether you like his films or not to have someone like that still make these kind of movies mm-hmm. yeah it, it's interesting that he's gonna go back to like something that he's comfortable with even if this wasn't like a word of mouth hit like we like people thought it might have been and getting crushed by Captain America Civil War and Angry Birds you know it's just I guess 2016 was a different time uh but like we say like honestly like it, it's kind of been like a trend with us recently that Edge of Tomorrow and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and now this, that they didn't bomb, but also they just didn't spark enough to get more of them made. He, they, This movie made so little. It didn't make his budget um, back, I think, right? So, well, it no, it, well, so it made... Maybe. Yeah, it made 50... Or sorry, it cost 50 and it made 62 worldwide. But forty or but yeah, thirty six was domestic. But that worldwide is so little. Like that's like it's twenty six worldwide. Sorry, sorry, it's twenty sorry twenty six international is what I mean. Like it didn't make much money outside of the U S. Like at all. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, and I don't necessarily don't remember this being a marketing issue because I remember the trailers being selling exactly what the movie was. I don't think anyone was surprised by the movie, whether they loved it or didn't. 
when they saw the trailer, it sold you on what it was. Like there was no miss. There wasn't this miscommunication or miss uh, or like mixed messaging. Like we all yeah. knew what we were gonna get, and we got it. Yeah, so, even having come out in May is isn't that bad of an idea either. It feels like it should be a pretty good. Yeah, they might have wanted done it in a dead month, probably like February or something. I don't know because. I think they did maybe overcomp. I think the summer might have been a mistake because they maybe overcompensated of how much these two have a star, like star power there is. Um, because like Gosling, he is a movie star, but he's not like a high, high grossing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting too. He can't like open a movie, but I guess like who can? Like First Man did well. Um, I think I mean drive for it like sometimes they do those no drive are like, like the budget don't do really famously well. didn't do oh, well drive didn't no. do at all because oh. like that because that that's one where that you mentioned mixed messaging box. like I think it was like it, it's oh, it yeah, sold itself as not a full, Nick Reffin movie full. you know what I mean it's like <laughs> right right yeah. oh yeah it now was I so I remember those <laughs> yeah. trailers and I remember all of that and watching it back and being like whoa that was horribly yeah. marketed right. We were not too old yeah, to die young back then, at all. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> nice. Did you guys know Nick was winding reference as a streaming service? It's like Nick Picks or something. What? Yeah. Um, it's on. it's pretty insane. Hang on, I gotta. What? I feel like I didn't sell this well. Uh... Well, no, I, mean, I don't think there is a way to sell it. Correctly yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I, I think you just you need to drop it in mid conversation. <laughs> like that's the only way to do. It. They're like all of his movies. Oh, by NWR. Yeah, it's it, it's like you can just watch like cult hits that he's put out. Yeah, an unadulterated cultural expressway of the arts, born for the passion of the rare, the forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> artwork of. No, he just like puts up. I even checked this out. I, I just know it's here. I know it's. I know it is to look at. I I don't know. I know it is like for us to. Are there his movies or are there other There's movies? There's other movies on, on here. And he just like, I think he uh, uh, curates. He just gets the rights I for believe, them? I believe, yeah. But again, I, I just know like this is available. I don't. Maybe this is like, maybe this is secretly the best streaming service. <laughs> I'm looking at the site right now and I'm just seeing, oh, like volume two guest editor, Little White Lies. What's happening? Who is involved I want to talk to people about mm-hmm. this. I don't huh. know what's happening right now. I'm <laughs> sure the rest of the podcast yeah. is. It's yeah. us in real time watching. <laughs> Everyone can just go to N- buy NVR, follow along with us. I think that's the best way to go from here. Culture is for everyone. Yeah. I do want to shout out Keith David yeah. because I'm contracting. Saf, I'm going to put your email into this. David. I'm going to sign you up. Is that okay? <laughs> no. Do it. Do it right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, Keith, Keith David, David, one of your great. favorite actors. Yeah, I think. Right. I yeah. love Keith David. I mean, he's never. He does his, 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 He doesn't I, have a character's name. It's, that's really funny. No, 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 no. He doesn't. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> I love his. I, I, I think I appreciate Black knowing which character actors to use. Uh, and like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he has like Corbin Benson or whatever the fuck his name mm-hmm. is. He like he did a crime show in like the. Uh, 70s or the 80s and he also was on psych but he's also just like a solid character actor and he plays like one of the villains and kiss kiss bang bang but he's it's like what the heat but it's one of those actors where you're like oh him yeah i guess that works for um kiss kiss bang bang it's, or for the nice guys it's like 
I don't know. It's just like, who thinks of Keith David for that role? Shane Black yeah. does. And that works perfectly. But it's not like, no one, when looking at that role and like how it's written, you're like, oh yeah, Keith David, he would be great for it. It's so, it, it's just such a random choice that I love mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, just him on the rooftop and just like, just get a hold of yourself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and <laughs> this is embarrassing. The, the way he'll shoot comedy is so, so good. Like you say, and just like his death is <laughs> fantastic. And like, you know, the body drops and Gosling is like perfectly landing into the pool and like, it's, it's, just kills me but when's the last time crow has been this good like it's been a while yeah and i'm not like a crow i'm not like i don't like hate crow or anything i i think there is he does have like a problematic history does he? oh what, um, what happened but, well i don't know how apparently he just got he get he gets into like a lot of bar fights and is like just not like a great person but there's also other things he mm. might have done that i forget but i don't think he's i don't think he's canceled yeah. or anything um, he's just something nice yeah like this besides this it's it's not been a great last 10 15 years for yeah. crow wasn't 2016 also the year he had like beef with azalea banks oh like, what oh that oh, sounds like a personal thing interesting <laughs> i not knowing the beef i will probably take crow's side just because i don't think azalea banks is necessarily all right i don't know let me I, i'm gonna i'm gonna walk back at you know i don't know i don't know the context i don't know what happened maybe he's wrong you don't um, know if she's listening no and she I will don't. call you out <laughs> no 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 uh yeah i guess that's like a, just an australian boof uh, uh beef i said boof beef uh i think they're just that's just two aussies going at it maybe i'm not um are you he thinking did... of a different azalea right now i am yeah i was like i had a moment of like azalea banks is australian like this is changing you were thinking of iggy azalea oh yes okay never mind i did azalea banks is probably right then i don't know i don't know i was gonna say i'm inclined to side with azalea (laughs) yeah of course no i agree for sure i agree i'm i retract everything i said i thought it was iggy azalea (laughs) Was there something between Iggy Azalea and uh, Russell Crowe then? No, there wasn't. Uh, they're just both Australian. They're just both Australian. And you know who else is Australian? Andrew Rice, who is incredible in this. I think. Is she really? Yeah, I was surprised. Her American accent is incredible. She's like so petite. And And she always plays American. And in the next year, she's going to be in The Beguiled. great in that too uh no i i just uh, she's always a highlight for whenever i've seen this um it it just it just feels like it's like you know i guess this is a really dumb reference because it's so obvious um but it's the wes anderson thing of like the adults are the children and the children are the adults where it's like they don't the power dynamics are shifted in the relationship um and i like how it's it's always like march trying to like earn her trust back even though it's just like she has a better idea of like who March is better than he does his own like identity. Like he's like lost it all because he's like a failed husband and father. And it's just um, like, she could just like go off on her own and just like have her own movie, you know? <laughs> I'd yeah. watch it. I think she's yeah. incredible. Um, 
I think a strong case could be made that she's actually in her late 30s. I know she says <laughs> she was definitely the most mature person on set. Um, just Similar to her character then. Yeah. She really is. It, 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 she's incredible. You know, she, uh, she, she, she knew exactly what her character would and wouldn't do. She had no problem fighting for that, stating that. You know, she really brought um, such a, a strong sense of the scene to the, to, 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 to the, to the scene. And it helped us all kind of, I mean, for me, not knowing how that dynamic was going to work, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to that relationship. Um, it, she just handed it to me in the audition. She walked in and just by the nature of who she is and how she is, I, I knew exactly how, how it was going to work. And I'm sure she'll, you know, she'll, we'll be work, we'll all be working for her one day. She has her own movie coming up called Honor Society. It's this teen or this young adult comedy with her and the Lisp kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, directed by Oren Zegman, whoever that is. Um, she was in a really bad episode of Black Mirror uh, on the latest series with Miley Cyrus. Oh, no. um, that, that was, was like. Charlie Brooker, you need to like stop this. <laughs> I don't know why why this was Yeah, made. I like actually fearful for the next era. <laughs> they, they're making more. Like I, what I more know, is there to like, say? I feel like you've said everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're living right, in it. Like I think once you get to where we're currently going through the exact things that they made episodes about, I'm like just, God, just Charlie, I know. Just I know. You had a good thing going. Like you <laughs> You really did. I just progressively got so really, much worse. I don't that was that was a really good. I don't know I, that that episode is like so bad too. But she's good. She's good in it. I don't know. Like it's. Um, I I like yeah, her. I mean, yeah, fine. it's um, but. It's just the premise. The yeah. Yeah. They were like, "Have you guys heard of pop star autonomy?" <laughs> and then that became a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you guys watch Mayor of Easttown? Yes. I have, yeah. I have not. I, heard. So she's she's in it. Is she good? Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, everyone. That's that's a show where it's like everybody's good. But, um, it only took me uh, on this rewatch to realize she's she's in it, and then I had to like Google who she was, but then it clicked in. But um, I think she in this movie though. I saw a few reviews that are like kids in action movies are usually like a sign that they need someone to do comic relief and they just need to give it to like an audience surrogate and then they'll just like that's what like a, a kid actor is going to be doing um but then right. it's interesting though like with march's role and he's the one with like the banter and she's more of someone who's like the moral compass with she's the two of them laced. yeah yeah she's 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 the mm -hmm. straight man uh, and he's yeah. the, um, he's the and she's and she's the um, fool, and she's there to like complete uh, Healy's arc, where he has to lie about killing the guy, uh, and then it's like, but... which is, I forgot about the arc. It's like so killing is mm -hmm. bad. Is that the yeah. arc? I don't. I didn't get yeah. that totally. I I tried to. I think it's like more of like Healy doesn't have to be a bad person. Mm -hmm. He wants to feel useful, like... and I guess like violence is the only way that he finds a purpose in the world but then like yeah okay that works i don't know it seems kind of silly mm -hmm. or just like don't kill this guy who like just murdered a teenage girl don't do mm -hmm. that it's very bad yeah 
it's like i don't know he probably should die like john boy seems kind of like yeah yeah it is it is interesting though like i wonder if now like if it would make it a different movie or a better one just to see healy like strangle him right in front of holly like what like what would that (laughs) i I guess like it would change the morality of of the movie but but also yeah yeah it's uh I think I'd love that. Maybe I'm just like a really bad person. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the whole thing. It's just like, am I a bad person? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, right. They say, haven't you killed two people? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the start to the app? Right. Yeah, he yeah. kills that guy in that diner, mm-hmm. right? Like he bashes his brain with that mm-hmm. shotgun. It doesn't. They don't say that. Like, oh yeah, like they, like they leave that out, and he's like, "That was the best." <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like this dude's a psychopath. Let's just let him be a psychopath. I yeah. don't know. That's who Clay identifies as. Um, it's, it's what you are. Yeah, it's sure. true. Uh, even though I would never hurt Matt Bomber, no. I would never hurt him. I well, if Matt much. Boomer is shooting at you with two assault rifles, would that he probably make it has a okay. good idea? Yeah, I he's mean, in the right he, thing. Like, he probably has a good point. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. probably he's in the right. Um, but no, I love I love I, yeah, like yeah. He feels too. like love, he kind of has the look of like an actor from the 90s like if matt boomer like the same age showed up in this and last boy scout like it would make perfect sense he just like the attire the way his hair's done sort of like has that face that's a little timeless um i can't recall if we talked about him a whole bunch on magic mike but that's the only time that he's come up in the past but you would have brought him up uh because he's done nothing wrong and no he's just he's just great you know he's just like uh, yeah, had seemed, he's a lovely person. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I, I'd done limited stuff here and there, but they were so great about giving me all kinds of weapons training and, and, and you know, letting me have all my neurotic extra time that I wanted to learn how to pop and lock the clips. And, um, what is pop and lock? I know pop and lock, call, but what is pop and lock a clip mean? You know, pop the clip out of the AK-47 and lock the next one in. Pretty badass. Um, but well, the, no, there, yeah. it was so fun with these guys. I, there was a scene where I, I think I fired four different weapons at you guys all in the same take. And, you know, you played cops and robbers growing up as a kid. And then all of a sudden you're doing it with Brian Gosling and Russell Crowe. It was pretty surreal. I have to say, Matt really put the work in with the weapons. He really is so slick with them. And that slickness with the weapons gives him the real threat that his character brings in the movie. He did great work with that stuff. That's and he comes in halfway through the movie. He also came in halfway through the shoot. You know, we just kept hearing like, "Where's Matt?" And he's like, "He's he's a, he's at the gun range." There was, was yeah, there was. There. <laughs> well, there was he, there was at the gun range. Uh, he's at the strip club. He's at the gun range. Right. Well, he was, he, well, that's but you know that's that's up to Matt to. I've been working at the strip club. And then he comes, and then, <clears throat> but it's such a it's a hell of an entrance that he made on set, and that he also because he come his first scene is where he's firing. You know, it's just like a, it's just like a, it, it, he fires four different kinds of guns at us, and over the course of one take, it's a hell of an entrance. I love him. I love, 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 love him. He's just, I love, mm-hmm. I love him so much. Um, he's insanely hot, um, but he's also just really good and charismatic and friendly, and it's just he has a very much like a warm presence. He's great, and I can't believe. I don't know why I bring up this show so much on this uh, on the podcast, but Doom Patrol <laughs> he's good in. Uh, on HBO Max, he plays uh, uh, a gay fighter pilot or a gay fighter pilot from the fucking what, like the twenties, who has been like gotten this accident, horribly scarred, and then consumed by this negative spirit mm-hmm. from like. Space. I want to imagine you're watching this right after uh, We Own the City, and it's just like that's Absolutely. that's your Saturday night. No, but I think it's super interesting that they 
he's introduced really good in he's really good in it. I wanted I just think it's super interesting they introduced the villain like an hour and a half in. Like that's or wait, this is this whole thing is an hour and a half, right? Uh or like eighty eighty no, minutes. It's, like, it's like eighty minutes in. Or it's like he it just um you could see another version where it's like he sort of like cut perspectives, um, where it's like Holland and Healy and March and then uh go back to the antagonist and then you see one of my favorite little moments like uh march throws the gun to healy but then it's out the window and they have to like keep on throwing bullets to each other like from the cookie jar and like oh my god that's like pretty pretty brilliant yeah like of course like everybody talks about this movie like subverting little action movie uh or thriller um beats that you'll come to expect um i don't know if black is like too cute about it uh i think in kiss kiss bang bang like you'll see that a lot more but then it's like um you don't need to like deconstruct what you've helped build with this like lethal weapon buddy cop genre where you just like make it you know it's just like you don't need to like be cute about um just having everything go left when you just expect it to go right i suppose but i think he does it well no yeah yeah, i I wasn't saying it was poor right I, I, I do the moment where like Margaret Qualley shout out um, yeah we should she, like, mention yeah. asks for Matt Bomber for a ride and he's like oh and just shoots her like it, it's fucked up but it's also just like those are little subversions like oh okay so it's the like the timing of that scene was like pretty incredible right 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 and he's again just um, what do you think of Matt Bomber uh, Saffron what's your what's your bomber I find I think he's very talented um I do agree he's got like a warm presence and this is gonna this makes what I'm about to say horrible like he just has a very punchable face to me like every time I for sure I'm like damn I'm a passive person I could punch him like right yeah I don't know I think he'd be cool with it too (laughs) um but yeah, no, I think he's amazing in this. I think everybody is really well cast in this film, which is why, like, I would still say it works. Mm-hmm. Right. And his haircut is so awful, and I love it in this. It's like the bulk, it's like a bowl cut, kind of. And it does so much to add to his creepiness, because, like, what assassin has this haircut? Who has, like, this, like, weird bowl cut that just does not look good? Yeah. And then they put it on Matt Bowman, which is, I think, yeah. incredible. But That's fascinating. Um, no, but like you were saying, he drops into the story so late that by that point, I forgot mm-hmm. he's in it. Right. So every single time, I remember being like, "Oh my god, this is the part." <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, also, he's just like build really low in the mm-hmm. cast as well, so like it, it feels like a an actual jump scare, both the haircut and <laughs> if the jump, the haircut. It feels like someone was just hired to be an assassin, and they like like just got a suit and it's like their first day they didn't change their their appearance too much um i mean he does look like a serious assassin Mm -hmm. like he like it it is that switch up of him being like this you know like schmarmy kind of guy and then like he like pulls out like two assault rifles and it's just like done like in the mode um he yeah i mean that whole lead up to the scene of him just like you know nurse holly and just him, him putting it on too much where like even she kind of gets at the moment where she's just like this dude's like too like he's he's at a 10 there's just there's re- like he's too much like there's something up there's something going on here because he, he is also it is funny though like some like fucking 
in some movies like assassins will be like these like the most charming people on the planet but they're probably mostly just like psychopaths mm-hmm. so she kind of can see that how this guy's like deranged right. <laughs> and like fucking weird and so it's like i'm gonna pull a gun on you and then jessica stain and they're like what do you want me to do <laughs> just, yeah. jessica, uh, jessica don't you i do love that, that march just keeps like messing up messing up jessica and janet <laughs> <laughs> I think the, one of the best lines is like, Jessica, your sister's a slut. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't take it, I don't know. I, it, it definitely, it's hard not to have a smile on your face when you watch this movie. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. of the violence for you. Yes, I yeah. love the violence. Yeah. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um, I think it's the projectionist that's played by Jack Kilmer and I didn't it took a minute to uh, yes yeah and it, it took a minute to realize like right because like he doesn't look exactly like Val and it's like oh right like it's not uncanny for me um but wait who is Jack this? Kilmer is Val, Val Kilmer's son he plays Chet oh shit yeah. what yeah. yeah whoa I mean, you see it so much from angles that, like, I won't see it at first. And then sometimes he'll be turning and I'm like, whoa, yeah. I, I realize it. Um, the only uh, thing that I think I've seen him. In? Yeah, I was just going to point out uh, Palo Alto, the Gia Coppola movie. I was going to say Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. That was the, yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Now I'm seeing it. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course. It doesn't seem obvious. But it, it really is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I remember him distinctly from Palo Alto. So when I saw him here, I think I made that connection before I made the Val Kilmer. Connection. Could you see? Or, oh, and oh. Val Kilmer also the small role in Palo Alto. I think. Ooh, that'd be an interesting. That'd be oh, an. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. He did yeah. And was in Kiss I Kiss Bang. Since I was like a yeah. proper teenager, yeah. but. Um, you can see a version of this in like, 2012, with Emma Roberts in the Margaret Qualley role. <laughs> Bring you back to Palo Alto yeah. for a second. Um, yeah. No, you totally yeah. can. Margaret he was Collins. in that skateboarding movie with uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. Uh, oh, Hala. 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 Yeah. yeah. I did see that. Yeah, he was. I've always wanted to see it because it looks charming. Yeah. Was it charming? Um, charming is the nice. word. It's yeah. charming. Nice. Yeah. So I really like Geraldine. Nailed it. So no, I, I like her too. She, yeah. I, I, I kind of said this on the podcast, but I was Have getting... You? visibly angry that more people weren't talking about her in bad education because mm. i'm like all right yes we get it alice alice and janney we get it hugh jackman but geraldine faswanathan what the fuck were no, people like talking about was she talk- oh i i was gonna say like no i i was just thinking aloud <laughs> i i uh i think no that's a movie where you it's like that. everybody's good in it and um yeah but i know but like people were definitely like highlighting like ray marana i just feel like she wasn't mm-hmm. talked about yeah. That was mine. We'll do blockers oh, one. We'll okay. do blockers one day. I bet. Yes. Oh. Can I come on a third time? To yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. On the books. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I am, <laughs> I'm so pro blockers. Yeah. I'm, I am too. Yeah. yeah it's a good movie. Yes. All right. We're doing blockers right after this, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My dog We just, just make this a double F. Like, we just have a three hour episode. <laughs> the nice guys slash like, blockers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah. would work. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at what we had. Yeah, that there's, there was, yeah, I have written down, there was a few things that were written in reviews uh, to what we mentioned earlier, um, like A.O. Scott's review I read. Um, the film last, lacks a wistful, sly political sense of history that Inherent Vice had. Um, 
Even nostalgic nonsense requires more than attitude and energy, which is all that Mr. Black has to offer. And despite all that, it's restless detective work. The nice guy is unable to track down a soul or reason for being. I think it has a soul, but it just, it also doesn't. I agree with the A.O. Scott review. I remember reading it before this because the thing is like, I know I came in strong (laughs) and I was like, this movie is too apolitical and it's like, whatever. But like the review, the part that you just read, I feel like, just posits that it's like oh because it's nostalgic it has to be Mm -hmm. political and i'm like no like it can be like its own little charming like whimsical thing but my beef was that like it did try to really incorporate the thing like if it didn't if that wasn't like a if it was just like porno politics which you know are still political but like not as like heavy on the like that kind of Vietnam era, like post Watergate, like hippies. Um, I feel like there is a little bit of a moral responsibility to do more than that. But yeah, I read that review and I was like, no, I don't, I yeah. don't think that's fair. I though. forgot I had it like copied and pasted into my notability. <laughs> uh, I thought, no, I, so I, I agree. I think Hashtag, it's shout out, no, notability. shout out notability. They're going to sponsor us. What, what? That's stupid. Um, I think it's, also this idea of like yeah a morality to investigate politics and um i just but i just don't know if black is like was interested in in doing so because he, he just was focusing on on helium yeah. helium march which is i think you know totally okay it's more just if you're gonna like make a period piece make a period piece um but he's so he's so character driven that I just don't think those like, those things cross his mind. In my yeah yeah he's he likes the aesthetics of the seventies but doesn't really get into the the content of it, which is I mean which is fine I guess but it's you know mm. it's like then why try to add this whole like fucking the auto companies becoming America mm. thing? Uh, it's I don't know it's kind of fun. I mean Kim Basinger's like monologue is it it I. It has to be played for a joke because, like, she's like the big three are America, and it's like, I mean, it, it's funny. But I think it's, it's funny. Yeah, I love Basinger's like, delivery here. Like, she has like some moments of humor that are almost like I, I hesitate to say from a different movie, but not what Crow and Gosling are going for. At least, like, exactly. um, like there's that moment when <laughs> when March is saying, uh, "We'll do it for." Five thousand, and she like 5, rips 000. out the check yeah. for ten thousand. Like that's she really was good. Yeah. Ten thousand, like oh, oh yeah. okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think she plays the role with like so much exhaustion mm. that it yeah, hurts. it's a tired performance. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she's always in every scene. She sits down. She's like, <sighs> like just deep exhale, and I it just works for mm-hmm. me. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I I think she's she's also crushed by the city as as similarly Hall, Hall, uh, March and Healy are. Um, but she's almost like not trying to fight it. She's just trying, trying to be a part of the system. And I think that's where the exhaustion comes from. Um, and yeah, like there's that, there's that scene where she's being desperate with, um, March and Healy. And it's just like, I kind of wish there was like a few more scenes with her, but I, I think like the scene between the three of them in her office is just like enough for me where it doesn't, it, it, she doesn't feel wasted, but it's, um, yeah i don't know yeah it's the script is like almost like interesting to criticize sometimes because it does feel very refined for me and it does feel like 
something that someone has been working on for a very long time. But at the same time, it's like, I wish this was like an idea written by somebody else, or I wish this was a script directed by somebody else that Shane Black didn't direct <laughs> just to see like what kind You're of. You're not a fan of Shane Black. Oh, well. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it's Saf a fan of Shane Black. Like, I don't know. It, I guess it's we can like him and still criticize him. There's so much going for this film, and that's actually what is making me more frustrated. If it would be easier if I was like, I didn't like a lot of this movie. I'm like, I like so much of this movie, and it's the parts that I don't like that I'm like, it just could have been better. Or like to me, even just the the way it's shot. Like we didn't really talk about that, but like it feels so digital to mm-hmm. me, and it doesn't yeah. feel various aesthetically 70s which is funny because i that is what i think the whole thing is really hinging on so i'm like it this could be like some 2010s la suburb just with like ryan gosling and yeah like that sort of like i don't know i didn't feel it very much and that's not necessarily because it was digital but just there were no i know what you mean and, like, and there, and like, not to bring up Inherent Vice again because it's like so easy to compare, but like, Ro- Robert, I was gonna say this, Robert Ellswit yeah. like gave it that whole grainy, like, like yeah. almost like a memory kind of look, and like you're thinking of these things, yeah. um, or like someone's telling you a story about LA, and I, I think this one is it just yeah no I, I think you're right though it it does feel a little drab but I, I think you know it's the like there is nice production design though yeah at the very least yeah no yeah. I definitely. Think- though but it also like i realize it's not fair to put like a shane black movie in conversation with pta and be like why wasn't it more like this like you can't do that um but it's just an interesting touchstone which like i hadn't seen before so i'm like right okay, now i can see what right. could have been done or like the potential for that that didn't exist before for me well to go back to the idea because i think me and jack have also had moments where we like we love this movie when we first saw it and then we watch it later and we're just like Ew. um I that's part that's that's a part of fun for doing this too like i like that you picked this right. just to reevaluate because it's because you saw it for the first time at such a foundational age. i mean same with us that we we saw it at such a foundational age and yeah I, and and mix that in with such an outcry i think for a sequel that we're probably you know maybe we'll just get this and i think folks who really connected with it i think um and i mean we all did connect with it, i think to some extent but it's like we yeah, we're sure. we like that, oh, I really that like no it. yeah it's more just like we like that we have this to hold on to if we don't get anything afterwards but um yeah i'm not dying for a yeah. sequel i mean i would appreciate it but i'm not dying for it. i was gonna um, say i'll take a sequel all things <laughs> all things considered like yeah. especially yeah. now like in this time i'm like make a sequel <laughs> i will watch it I'll be there. yeah it's fascinating like Please. they haven't made one because it's like you would think WB can just like make it and just like throw it on HBO Max and I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I think, it's not as know, easy as ashamed. that, but I think with HBO Max it might just make things easier. It's but my train of thought. No, was, I see what you're yeah. saying. Like it feels like companies don't care about money anymore because they're just like they have for streaming services. They're just like, yeah, we'll just grin like five seasons of a show you've never heard of, and it's like, doesn't doesn't that cost a lot? It's like, who cares? Um, but I think I don't know. Probably Shane is probably like, oh no, I want it. He probably he. I'm not saying he's like Fincher, but mm-hmm. I'm not. He he's probably not the, like the easiest filmmaker to work with. I just assuming. I don't know anything, but just with how infrequently he makes movies, he probably takes a lot of time and effort and like man yeah. hours and stuff. Uh, while we're talking know. about uh, the cinematography, just real fast, do you want to tell me what other movie Joel Negron, the DP of the movie, has shot that we have covered very recently? 
I just thought this would be fun. I know this is like coming out of nowhere. Enough said. Um, it's a comedy. Close. It's like court, kind of, sort of. I forget what we covered. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, a painting game. Oh, that's actually. Oh, that actually works. That movie's actually really well shot. Yeah. Though. I mean, this movie's well. I mean, I don't know. I think the. The compositions are fine. Um, I, I think it. I think goes it just goes to Saffron's point of the aesthetic of the digital doesn't really help mm-hmm. with the um, the '70s aesthetic, uh, and that's not even just because Inherent Vice did it. That's just because a lot of films do it, uh, and it usually works out. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, Pain and Gain, gorgeous fucking yeah, movie. Totally. So that's... I mean, yeah, I I think it's it's the way that Negron is. It's like you can tell that there was something more that could have been done just to like invite you into California. Not so much like, like it's, it, I think it's fine the way it looks. It doesn't, it doesn't look bad by any extent. It's just more like there, it doesn't have to be shot on digital. It's like sort of like there's this barrier between you and like, you're not sucked in as much as you could have been if there wasn't like a stylish like flourish. I think I think he's having the most fun when he's doing those comedic movements of like in the elevator. Like I think it's all one shot, or no? I think when they first walk out, they see it's a one shot of just them seeing what the fuck's going on, dude, with like a bullet yeah. hole in his neck, and it like you know moves like that yeah, stuff's exactly. really that stuff's really fun. Like just having all that you know that camera movement works so well for the comedy, and also just have them go back in and the side you see the dude falling off in the distance and. I think he I think he plays well within the comedic constraints mm-hmm. of the black film for sure. Yeah. Um, but overall as like to attribute to the era and the setting, eh, not so mm-hmm. much, but everything else is like it, you know, it, the color it, it's a colorful looking movie, doesn't have that, you know, grayscale or whatever. It's um I think it's yeah, I, I, the, the night scenes are pretty well shot, I think. Um I think it has that great feeling of uh I don't know. It's like thinking. I like. It's kind of like how this kind of this is going to seem like a tired comparison, but how like the night scenes are shot in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in that suburb, like mm-hmm. at the end when the Mansons come, feels like kind of feels like that same kind of um, approach to nighttime scenes that they have when like John Boy comes out and starts shooting the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like it's it's all like quiet and all you can hear is like the like insects chirping or like coyotes in the, in the background where yeah, it's like, a lot of wide yeah. Shots. Like, um, uh, we mentioned Matt Bomer earlier and the connection between like magic Mike and this a little bit. is like the retro WB logo. Like that's pretty cool. Like it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Um, did they have that in the sequel? Yes. I don't think so. Or they did. That was my gut instinct to say yes, okay. but if they didn't, you know. <laughs> uh, I think it's in Joker too. Wah, wah. <laughs> yes, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, yes, it, it, it just came to me. There's like a, there's like, a, there's just a lot of really funny quotes in here. Um, oh, are you yeah. the man? It's what? Cool. Stay low, stay away from little girls. <laughs> the way that Crow delivers that's really funny. <laughs> I, it, it, Crow has this real gravelly voice yeah. in this. I forgot how gravelly it is. Like, are you the man? And it's like real. He gets real deep in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really great. I, I do want to say, like, yeah. the scene of him, like, he's like half beaten, and the 
you know, in his own apartment and the criminals are like interrogating him and that whole spiel of him being like, I get it. You're a professional. I mean, it's a job. We're all doing it. Like, you know, you, but now did you have to go do that? Did you have to mm-hmm. fuck with, fuck oh, with, with the fish? fish? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I understand you have to come beat me up. It's, yeah. it's the job. But like, you know, <laughs> he just starts throwing the fish. And I'm like, come on. You you can't you came over here to make me eat food. Can you make is him calm what, down? Is that what we yeah. wanted to accomplish? Yeah. Who was that actor that played like and also the, that the sidekick to Keith David? This Bo 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 Nap Bo Nap. He was another actor that feels like he's like from the eighties a little bit that he could right. He has, like, I think he's just. From. I think yeah. Black just just really knows like oh this is the character actor mm-hmm. I want to use for this I think for sure. Just, like Laurie Smith like all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it, was, it seemed like I don't go. Don't open that. I'm I'm holding that for a friend, and like just the uh, the fucking die pack explodes, and he's like, try to tell him, try to tell him. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 glad I just had an excuse to rewatch this thing, even though it I was under the same impression as Saffron when the idea of just like looking at this for a new like since like five years since I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, this, not all of this works. It's like you know some of it's kind of, eh. um. I do want to point out earlier, I know this is like way off topic, but you said uh, porno politics. I think that should be the name of the book. Mm. I will write the book. Mm. If someone wants to let me write the book, I'll porno write politics. it. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you come on for blockers, you'll, it'll be when you're promoting it. Yeah. Yes. Of course. That will be it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my sign off. I'll be like, go buy yeah. the book. Porno <laughs> <be> politics. <laughs> Suffer Mave is here with us once more, author of Porno Politics. Uh, hello, <laughs> welcome. Uh, <laughs> I love that entire sentence. I kind of need that. To you see, this is what I'm talking about. It's a great book title. <laughs> it is a great book title. Um, I'll dedicate it to yeah. you. Oh, thank, thank oh you. That's all I want. That's all I want. Man, I don't. Man, if you, imagine having a book be, like be dedicated to you. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Yeah. I think this all the time. It's such an obscure thing that I think about, but I'm like, what if someone dedicated a book to me? Like, that, how do you? That was you mine. To that, I think I, I would yeah. faint. Like, right. Hmm. I'd also be like, so how well did the book do? No, I'm it's just like, <laughs> what was? Am I getting royalties? Right. Like, like, what were the sales on that? <laughs> um, just, just curious. Just curious. Yeah. Um, if you really dedicate it to me, I feel like you would. Like, I don't know if it's a dedication. I feel like I would get some kind of gratitude it's 70 30 right come on yeah do we th- You're 70. 70. <laughs> do we think there's any like anything to do like with the mention of fires i feel like fires like brought up so many times i noticed um just like Whoa. like the uh, uh the holland like holland marches house burning down and like kim oh, basinger yeah. like, it, like, it's it is because you can't smell the gas leak started. and uh like the the film reels burned down yeah. and uh, the smog over. Like that's actually yeah. fucked. The more that I think about that aspect of the film, which like I completely forgot about, it. I'm like, yeah, that was really fucked yeah. up. I literally forgot about that too. It's yeah. one of those weird. It's weird, yeah. Like his wife dies because he can't smell gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be laughing. And he lives in a house right near the place where his wife dies. No, literally, it's under construction. And his daughter like goes back to that place and imagines the house being rebuilt yeah that's like a whole yeah that's actually i didn't what it's an interesting wow 
Yeah, and I didn't think about it is weird they have like two like two of like major plot points dealing with fire. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of Dean's house getting burned down and also Also um, that I feel like the whole arson aspect just fits into the like the smog bit. I don't know. That to me I was like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Arson aspect would make a good band name. Ooh. I'm just I'm doing oh great gosh, today. It's the alliteration. It's the alliteration. Right. I've got these alliterative Porno politics. book and band titles. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to do a book title, the aspect of arson, I feel like yeah. it would be interesting. Not arson aspect, but the aspect. You guys of are giving me too many books to write. Like I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just quit film criticism now and just go into yeah. <laughs> novelizations. Oh, any any quick Margaret Qualley takes? Margaret Qualley is hot. She is. Uh, hot. She's very talented. Sorry about my brain. <laughs> I meant to say talented. Shoot, did uh, I say? Did, what did I say? What did I say? I was like, she's shit. really good at her <laughs> yeah. job. You know, Margaret Qualley. Good at acting. I mean, shit. <laughs> I love her mother. Yeah, of course. Uh, who's her mother again? Annie McDowell. What's her name? I forget. She's Annie McDowell. Her mother. Yeah. You led with. <laughs> she's in Muppets in Space. What, or what can sure. I say? Or Muppets yeah. from Space. What can I say? Um, yeah, she's in everyone's favorite Claire Dini movie right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, yep. the vibe. <laughs> it seems like a very widely acclaimed yeah. film that no one has an opinion um, about. Everyone liked it. We that's yeah, yeah. We should have opinions. Yeah, on it I think awesome. uh, someone it should seems send. Like there was no hyperbole <laughs> right. or anything. I, don't know. I think the three of us should have screeners to see it for ourselves. I yeah. agree. I mean, I've been saying that from the get-go. <laughs> if we can't go to France, bring France one... to us. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's, right. that's right. Right. I'm one person. but I have said the <laughs> word, or I guess they're two words. I don't know. It's either two words or one word, however how you interpret it. I have said the word fuckbox a lot mm. in general life, so I feel like I should get a screener to a clear. We've, we haven't yeah. even covered High I Life, like and you've said it a bunch of times. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. It is an incredibly useful word. It's like become a part of my, I don't want to say daily vocab, I'm not waking up every day and being like, <laughs> daily vocab. but it's definitely like in the vocab, I'll say it sometimes and I'm like, great word. What if, great book title. what if fuckbox, that's, you know, that's really all you got to say. I mean, sometimes I, I, sometimes I leave rooms when I say like, what if fuckbox and I leave because I want to <laughs> leave people with a question something to ponder mm-hmm. yeah i just i like to confuse people it's part of like the hot aloof like you just need to <laughs> actually that's how you exit every room mm-hmm. you're like enjoy the fuck box and then just mm-hmm. leave that's it and then oh, everyone you gotta keep the money yeah right everyone's now. like she's so she's so mysterious like look at her go and yeah <laughs> what the fuck does yeah. that mean oh i i she's so pretty. i just went and she's so pretty i went to check out like uh remind myself what Mar- margot Qualley's done she's also in palo alto i completely forgot it must be like a small role. Oh my yeah. god. Is everyone in Palo Alto? Yeah. Am I in Palo Alto? One of the Wolf Brothers <laughs> is in Palo Alto. I can tell you that. Yeah. The good one or the bad one? The I think it's one. Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really quick. <laughs> I did not give him. Which one is wait, the there, Wait, there's a third one? Wait, you said Matt? Nat. It's oh, Nat and Matt. Alex. There's yeah. Matt. Nat, but it took me a minute Alex. to. I always, yeah. I always think he's Nate, not Nat. Mm-hmm. My bad, Nate. Yeah. Matt. I thought there was a third one. Like when, when did you guys find out that there was a third Hemsworth brother? When was that day for you? <laughs> right now. Really? Yeah. Yes. Luke Hemsworth. 
Oh, rough. That's he like does not look like Jonas, them. Right? He looks oh, like no, a half brother. Oh, that's okay. Hold on. I'm seeing this in real time. Did you know Luke Hemsworth, Jack? I did. Yeah. I don't know the exact date and time, but wish I did. Oh, he no. was in Westworld. <laughs> that's when I learned of him. The first season of Westworld. Oh yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Luke Hemsworth. He does this. It's truly one. He just did not win the genetic lottery compared to the other two. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the height difference in these photos, and I'm feeling like, oh no. He's a half brother for sure, and it, even if they say he's not, he is. I, I mean, you know, that's my opinion. I know this to be true. I in my heart, my heart of hearts, I know that to be true. <laughs> no offense to Luke, by the way, good-looking man. I mean, hey, yeah, objectively, you're more, you're more successful than I am. I can't. And, you know, but you just—you're probably the half brother. I'm just—I'm I'm sorry. Right. He just I turned to, off. The podcast. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like you know, we can't all be right. He gives us a one-star right. review. No, thank you. These guys are mean to me. Yeah, like we said though, um, uh, Healy is not the like eccentric that. Um, of course, like that's the their opposites, of, of course. But um, like, there's just a, some really good bits that Crow sells like. Like very well, uh, the cutaway to uh, his wife admitting she's cheating on him. Like that's, I mean, it's fantastic. Um, I'm fucking yeah, your yeah, dad. and then just like it's, it's great. He's uh, like he's just like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he burps and that's then really just good. like it's like he threw up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cut, the cut from him with the daughter to him carrying a shit ton of yeah, you who yeah you yeah you who's. And it's so it's so fun. it's re it's really good. Um, he's just carrying like a huge crate. I'm, I'm yeah. like, you know, me my use. Um, yeah, uh. seeing an adult man with like a thing of chocolate milk is a very good image. Um, and then yeah, there's that very small moment that I clocked this time of um, Healy at the porn porno party, and uh, there's that one girl who thinks he's a waiter. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> just like handed an empty pint, but. That's so yeah. funny. Um, what do you think? Next time we put an episode, we'll have the PI business up and going. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. and we'll have. Nice Should be for easy. What? We'll have the rights. Yeah, we'll have the rights. We'll have. Well, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll text. I'll text Drake. Awesome. Oh right, for the song. I was, I was like, <laughs> right, 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 right. The, the, No, just randomly, song. just like, hey Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Just let yeah. him know about the business. Did you did you guys see Drake with? You might want to be oh. an investor. He's yeah. you know, he has his hands Maybe. in a lot of pies. Did you guys see uh, Drake with the Hyam sisters? Yeah, that was random. The Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles, right? <laughs> he. We're the Beatles. He needs to calm down. He's he's doing a lot. Mm -hmm. Some I don't, he needs to just take it. I don't know. No, he made that one song where he called himself a lesbian, and then he followed suit. He's like, "Have you guys heard of Hyam?" Yeah, I guess that's really yeah. funny. Um. No, and there's yeah, I guess like people are ragging on him because he was hanging out with Millie Bobby Brown, um, even though she's like that's weird. Yeah. There is some weird stuff going on there, and I didn't want to also mention it. Doesn't help that he's like an executive producer on Euphoria. I'm like of all the little really? things to be. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. he's but he, like he also was like he mentioned that like when me, like Millie Bobby Brown was like like when Stranger Things season one came out that he was like. Like Millie brought around, say, "Oh yeah, I text Drake once in a while." I'm like, I "Don't, don't do that." No, yeah. no, he's. Mm. 
You're on thin ice, Drake. I like I like a lot of mm-hmm. your music, but you're on thin ice. Drake and Russell Crowe, they're on thin ice. Yeah. Nice for what's a good song. Yeah. That's why I kind of mentioned yeah. it too. I might be out of the loop if like someone has done something and I don't know. It's just like Yeah, that I'm unfortunately in the loop. Yeah. That's why that's why you're that's why we have stuck together. It's because you're in the loop and I, I'm out of it. I feel like I might have said this on the podcast. Some my friends unfortunately know me to be that person, so they'll ask me, "Hey Clay, is this person canceled?" And I can give them an answer. Yes, they are. Then I'm like, "Yeah, they, they are, are actually. Yeah. They did that thing." <laughs> oh oh man. man, I always but I always love to tell people when they're not like, "Oh no, they're not canceled." They're <laughs> the sigh of relief they're is totally probable. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just like. Because also some people ask me that when they're like, when it's someone, it's like beloved, like Tom Hanks or someone. And it's like, is Tom Hanks canceled? I'm like, no, yeah. I mean, he did it. He's canceled by virtue of Chet Hanks. Yeah. Like, I'm like, at a certain well, point, you take responsibility. Yeah. All right. You make a great point. And he also, he did do yellow face and cloud outlets, but mostly a good dude. It's good performance though. I haven't seen yeah, it. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I have no takes on cloud outlets. It's interesting and we should cover it. Um, I have the Steelbook of Resurrections. If ooh, you want to point that out. Yeah. Well, fucking ball. Yeah. Let's get to favorite scene. Yay. Anybody else have anything to share? One before uh, we do. I think my favorite scene. Okay. Anybody have one? Oh fuck! I don't. No. <laughs> I mean, it's. Really I'm like hard. a moment. Yeah. It's really um, hard to beat the fucking bathroom scene. It's so. Oh wait, yeah. Like it's it's a little cliche to say, but like yeah. March, Jack Ely. Don't get upset. I'm not here to hurt you. Just want to ask you a question. Hey, no. How stupid do you think I am? I got a license to carry, motherfucker. Ever since your little visit the other day, this little baby's gonna stay right here. just i don't know i wonder who has that thought that's you know sometimes when you watch like a like a whether it's like a stand-up comedian or something there's like a joke or a comedic gag on a skit show and you're like who has that thought to do that the idea of like the door and just like him having like fucking and like the cigarette magazine yeah, covering his like... dick yeah. and yeah all that there's so many little bits Turn around. It's like yeah exactly <laughs> No, it's mesmerizing because first it's like the door and the leg and then it's the door and the magazine and then he drops the cigarette and then he leans and then the door hits him while yeah. he's trying to pick up the cigarette. Like, it's just, it's incredible. Like, I'm like, I don't know that that could be replicated. Like, I mm-hmm. in, I sincerely believe that that was just like the first and only mm-hmm. take and that is what I'm yeah. running and There right. were no yeah. other takes. And Saf, that's what happens all the time in a men's bathroom. I feel like we should share this. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 every, every time, yeah. It's, I mean, I just assumed. I watched that when yeah. I was 16. I was like, yeah. cool. Like, yeah. It's, okay. It's both. okay, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> maybe more guns, though. Actually, maybe more guns. <laughs> There's, like, alterations, but that's basically the gist of uh, 
You know? Right. <laughs> I, I love his. I love when he like opens the door. I have a license to carry, motherfucker. <laughs> like how stupid do you think? Cigarette just dangling out of his mouth. And the moment he turns, like Russell Crowe turns, it's like he's like, you know, there is a mirror here. And he's like, don't you close your eyes? <laughs> like all these little bits. Mm-hmm. It's all so yeah. Fucking Everything at the bowling alley is really, really good too. Because then, like before that, you have like one of Holly's friends like th- like throw the bowling ball like behind her because she lost grip, <laughs> and it's like there's that it cuts that wide, and everyone's like stunned. Um, <laughs> and then afterwards, it really yeah, it really holds. Okay. Yeah, it's just like taking a moment in. Uh, and Holly wants. Healy to beat up one of her friends like they're renegotiating prices yes how much yeah. <laughs> like, how much you we're have? just talking here <laughs> we're just talking here the fucking like jesus christ mr with march right mr marsh you said yeah. the lord's name in vain no i didn't janet <laughs> i found it I useful, found it quite useful. useful. yeah <laughs> so, just so good bits. yeah oh man all right yeah my my, my oh. favorite scene is the fucking bathroom. yeah nice that's fair. I don't know that I have a favorite scene, but there is a moment that I had totally forgotten about, and it's in that scene where they start throwing the fish at him. And when they throw the first fish, he, like, really just earnestly goes, oh, no! And it's, like, <laughs> a half-second thing. But it's the first time that I think we're seeing Healy be, like, actually caring, like, emotional yeah. or responding to something yeah. other than just, like, the pure grit. This <laughs> dude has killed a decent amount of people, and he's like, no, oh, my yeah, fish! Exactly. But it's such a panicked, just, like, deep, oh, no. <laughs> but he's not, like, crying or anything. He's just like, oh, no, shit, it, really? Fuck. Yeah. The fish? Yeah, so that's not, like, I'm not saying the whole no, thing. No, that's perfect. That's exactly what we like, want. It's amazing. It's so funny. You don't talk. I'm gonna have to start breaking your fingers. You understand? Yes, I understand. Hey, Hasha, come on in here. I found something hidden in the cabinet. Really? Watch him. Oh no! Hey, don't, oh, don't, don't open that because that's not mine. It belongs to a friend. I just thought uh, I'd look after it for him, but it's one of those bags. If you try to open it, oh, oh. what? Shit! What? You know that color doesn't come off, right? <sighs> tried to tell you. You tried to tell me. <laughs> Can you ask this guy to behave like a professional? You know, kid, when I get that gun off you, it's gonna be your dinner. Dinner. <laughs> this fucking guy, you're funny. Don't, don't. Come on, fish. You want some fucking dinner? You want some dinner? Why are you doing this? This is not gonna help you. Here you go. No, come on. You're gonna eat that thing, you fucking fuck! Look, you gotta, you gotta stop and think about this, all right? When you came here tonight, was this what you wanted to happen? What, you came here to uh, make me eat fish? To shoot me? Look, if you come in here, you beat up on me, you trash the place. I understand, I get it, it's part of the job, I accept it, right? But what did you do? You did something different from that, didn't you? Right? You pissed me off. 
you made an enemy. Now, even if I knew something, I wouldn't tell you, kid. You know why I wouldn't tell you? And this is, it's not my only reason, but it is a principal reason. You know, I wouldn't tell you, because you're a fucking moron. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it, it'd be remiss to, like, not mention March cutting his wrist on the glass window, <laughs> breaking into... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. I mean, it, it's not. It's not only that. Like, I feel like that's. I mean, Clay mentions the trailer earlier. That was also a, a pretty. I, I feel like that was a big moment uh, in the beginning. And it's like he's like wraps it again. Like he like fixes it. He's like, hold on a second, and like adjusts the uh, ga- the bandage, and then like <laughs> goes right. for like, it. He's like, all right, wait, wait, yeah, wait. I mean, like. <laughs> fascinating no but also he goes for it incredibly slowly which is i just as he's punching it like he's not there isn't a lot of force there like he goes straight through in what feels like slow motion and then it just starts eating so fast and i'm like and tries to cover it and he's almost like he's like it sounds like he's gonna throw up it's like oh oh my god it's just he admits to for a minute because he's at it for what feels like a prolonged period of time. <laughs> and it's just bleeding profusely and he's just kind of staring at it waiting for it to stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, he's shit. just like me. That's... I mean this. Look, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying you don't gotta think on your feet. Bend a few rules, maybe. But it's worth it. As long as you get the results. That's a lot of blood. That is a lot. That's a lot of blood. We're losing him. Go! Hurry up! Don't go anywhere. Don't stay with me. Stay with me. I kind of want to rewatch this movie, man. That's that's some of it is so. I do want to mention, I want to shout out the scene of when Marsh is like so sleep deprived or drunk or I don't even know why he dreams, like why he just daydreams, but he's like dreaming while he's driving and Hannibal Burris as a bee is like just smoking a cigarette. Yeah. (laughs) I love Healy's like, oh, you know, you can just let this drive, man. You don't, you know, where have you been, man? And he's like, I didn't know that you, cars could do this. Where have you been, man? Yeah, where have you been, man? It's such a good one. And he does it in such a way. It's like, where have you been? I would have liked uh, to seen Hannibal Burris in this movie, not just like. Yeah, no, just in a big costume. I think that <laughs> no, that would have been that would have been so much better. Oh, that would have been so much better yeah. if he was an actual B costume. Yeah, or like, oh. what if he was? I, I don't know. I just love like Hannibal. Um, so I'm just like coming at this like just wanting to see him in a B costume in any capacity. If he was one of Amelia's friends and a part of that protest group, I think that'd be really funny if he was just like, Oh, he yeah. would have like, like, killed it. He yeah. should have been a recurring character playing various characters. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like he's, he's like playing multiple roles, but it's not commented on. Like it's, yeah. it's all Hannibal. <laughs> if yeah. I ever make a movie, I'm going to do that. And I'm never going to make a movie, but if I do, I'm, that's mm-hmm. definitely going to be. Would you have Hannibal or would it be like a particular actor? That you want to see, like no, it would be. Roles. Oh, I, I, 
I've literally said on Letterboxd, I have to have this this one at Michael Smiley. Oh, That's yeah, 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 yeah. I ha- I'm con- I've said it on Letterboxd, so I'm contractually obligated to whenever I make a movie, he's going to be Well, it, he's going to play it, it can I, all it, the characters. Yeah, he's going to be able to. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. At, yeah, no, he's I'm great. I'm going to do that with, yeah. I'm going to do that with Eric Bogosian. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember saying when, I mean, not to invoke it because, uh, but like, uh, men like Alex Roy Roy Kinnear, yeah, I was just, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I need a version of this with Eric Bogosian. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can't make that happen. A24, where's our money? Mm. Fuck. Yeah. Um, men was A24. May, men was A24. Yeah. yeah. Was. They've done his last. No. Wait. After. No, they didn't, they didn't do no, a violation. I, I caught no, myself. <laughs> what was it? Paramount? Or Paramount, yeah. Cool? I just love after Paramount, he, he just goes back to A24. He's like, guys, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to leave you like this. I mean, I, now know, the, I now know the error of my ways. Uh, I, I, you know, fucking Paramount killed me, but I want to come back. Yeah. I want to get back in the fold. When we covered and I, I like when to- we covered Annihilation, I feel like we should have ended it with just being like, and that was the last movie he ever made. Yeah, <laughs> like, just being like, it's very definitive. Yeah. Have you seen men? Both I I I want to, to, but also I'm just like I've I haven't heard anyone like defend it. Like it's, it's just like nothing right. about it. Um, I mean, if it's anything, I laugh. Like I was my friend and I laughed through the movie, like just hearty, gorgeous laughter mm-hmm. for like. I love that hours. for you. So I mean, there's that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's hilarious. Were you high? No. Oh wait, no. By this point, I wasn't. I saw something before, and I was. <laughs> I think. I think I'll just. I'll just have a, a, fun time at the movies and double feature it with Top Gun Maverick. I think it'd be really funny. I was gonna. <laughs> shit, I was gonna say that, and I'm like, that's a crazy fucking. Yeah. That's like me watching Bridge of Spies and Spectre. I love it. That's. <laughs> Back on my birthday in 2015, mm-hmm. November 16th, baby. Seth, thanks for so much for being no here. Talent. Yeah. This has been absolutely delight. So yeah. yeah. Uh, if you top two Canadian now, you rose <laughs> up the rankings. Oh my gosh! Wow. Whoa. Whoa. You were number three. Oh my god. What actually? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, right, okay, sorry. Good point. Good point. Hang on. In my um, mind, if you say top three, I'm right. one, and that would implied. Nice yeah. Or you could have left the ranking yeah, ambiguous and just been like. Or maybe you were always one. Maybe. I don't know. Wasn't that the beginning? Wasn't that the point? You were like, you're my favorite Canadian. And I was like, that's a, that's a sentence. I mean, I, <laughs> it's hard. I have to, I need them to start making a list to keep track, but you're a, it's you me know. and Gosling. That's literally. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you started in uh, Disney, right? That's the other. <laughs> that's the I, other connection. Yeah. yeah. I always forget. Do you remember like the old Goosebumps show? I do. Yeah. Like the proper. Yes. Like yeah. 90s yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or 80s Goosebumps. Um, I always forget that he is in an episode. Oh. Say cheese and die. Oh. I've watched that like a million times. I don't know. He's why, a G bumps alum. Nice. What was the other show that was Goosebumps? But was are you like, afraid of the dark? Similar, like yeah. yeah. Shia was in an episode of that. Ooh, Labouf. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to our Some honey boy episode. Actors appeared in those nice. shows. No. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you were going to say shout out to Shia. And I'm like, yeah, I was going to say home. Like, I don't know that that's where we're at right now. No, don't no. shout out Shia. No, bad. I don't bad. think so. I don't know. But shout out that episode that you can listen to. Yeah. Yes. 
pre everything we did not that was a we didn't we haven't learned those things at the time of the no (laughs) we didn't learn we didn't know about we were like we were innocent the pandemic had just started at that recording we hadn't yeah yeah, we hadn't been we had no actually don't listen to that actually actually we might delete that now no no we're not are we ever gonna delete one no that'd be crazy oh i don't know i don't know probably this one I thought this <laughs> right after that makes your top two f- favorite Canadian feel pretty good uh, that you threatened to delete this one. Listen, <laughs> it's actually going to make both of us sad. It's me and Ryan. You can't get mm-hmm. rid of this one. Ryan seems like a fun hang. Yeah. Steve Nash, actually, my number one fun fact. Oh. Steve Nash. No, he's not. Matt. No, he's not. I'm just trying to think of Canadian basketball players. Anthony Bennett. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, for Canadian film critics like yourself. RJ uh, Barrett. <laughs> um, Sorry. I'm thinking. I was just curious if you had anything to plug or promote that you had at this time to just to tell everybody it's listening. What do I, I, I mean, I don't know when this is coming out. It's coming out, out not this weekend, I... but next weekend. Oh wow, that's quick. Um, I should have. Wait, I lied. I I'm so week- sorry. Um, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. not the weekend after next, but the like two weeks. Uh, this will be out. Uh, I'm dumb. I don't know when my stuff I'm is coming too. out, but I will have a bunch of stuff out at Pace this mm-hmm. month. So go read yeah. Pace. They rule. June articles. Um, yeah, it'll, yeah. All the yeah, yeah the June articles. We'll just say broad. Like, um, <laughs> read every single one actually i'm not plugging myself. this is a communal yeah. plug everybody is. yeah awesome uh yeah i'll have a bunch of reviews out this month so, exciting nice. you. what's your twitter handle my twitter handle is <laughs> saffron Abe. it's incredibly boring <laughs> but i think everyone should follow me i have yeah. perfect takes you're never time. wrong you've never lied yeah you tweet out fuckbox uh many times during so the day true. and yeah. nobody knows the context nor who nor yeah, should no, they. nor should they, they. Know the no. yeah no that's part of the mystery i think i need to make a fuckbox bot so just that tweets fuckbox like on the hour <laughs> just for like do you, do you guys follow any bots day. i follow a bot oh do you i follow liminal spaces and the, i follow uh, liminal spaces too it's it's fun it's just it's very relaxing mm. to me i follow a bot that randomly tweets out quotes from the thing hmm. that's what I oh, follow. Okay. oh i follow so i'll I just follow like go on my um another oh. one that's like uh tweeting out every frame from uh uh succession like oh, yeah. yeah there are so many succession yeah. bots yeah i think it's just for me liminal spaces and there's like a john margulies bot which rules <laughs> that does roll yeah. uh yeah i shout out bots <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make a Elon few. Elon Musk, you know, yeah, I think he, bots are good actually. Mm-hmm. You know, right, Elon? That's what I say. Is he threatening to like take them away? What's this? Yeah, I think he's, I think that's I think he might things. reconsider now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> hey, when can you just see someone randomly tweet out fucking thin quotes mm-hmm. of like Kurt Russell saying, "I'm gonna go get drunk in that shack." What? Who, who does that? Mm-hmm. I might do that actually. Yeah. It might be my After that impassioned plea, I don't see how he steps down. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I have film writing at the Boston Hassle and the Simple Cinephile, 
and I'm on Twitter reluctantly at Jack Draper, Jackie Draper. And uh, this movie is not streaming anywhere, which is interesting. You think it'd be on HBO Max? Um, I rented it from my local library. But how about you guys? I own them. Oh, nice. You don't have to return it anywhere. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Next time we have Chris Vile on with us from the set Oscar buzz. And we are doing Mike Lee's another year. Banger. I think that is like one of the best movies I watched during the pandemic. Excited. I'm getting Jim Broadbent's. I'm getting one of Jim Broadbent's uh, aprons. <laughs> delivered. There you go. Wait, is that the same guy from Paddington? That, that the same one. There's uh, multiple mm-hmm. Mike Lee Paddington crossover. What if he directed the third one? I don't know. I forget who it is, but Mike Lee directed directing Paddington. That, that would be a different movie. But... Or would it be the same movie? <laughs> no, it would be a different mm-hmm. movie. Would Paul King then direct uh, one of Mike Lee's scripts? No. <laughs> no, he'll direct Wonka. Everyone's favorite film. Oh, that's Wonka, right. Yeah, that to we're me. All yeah. excited about. Yeah, and we all you asked know for Wonka. It. The... Yeah. God. Uh, no, it's a film that's definitely happening and will come out. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet will be in that motion picture. Oh boy! All right, everyone, follow me at for my non Wonka opinions at uh birds of clay on twitter uh and on letterbox and mr clay williams on instagram you can follow the podcast where account at ett pod please remember to rate review subscribe those five stars on any podcast platform you listen us on to greatly appreciate it retweet the tweets share us with a friend that would be dope you can send us an email at exiting through the 2010s at gmail.com you can Pikachu, email us any publishers Pikachu, so. you have for staff just to, for the for the. Oh, books. of course, yes, yeah. because Corner yeah. Politics coming yeah. out next yeah. fall. Uh-huh. We want to make sure we plug that. Yeah, Editors, uh, listen. <laughs> I'm available. Yeah. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, say good to yourself. Be kind. Do what you got to do. Uh, donate to any abortion funds you can. And as always, we'll catch you next time on Exiting Through the 2010s. Mm-hmm.